What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Comebacks Podcast. It is kickoff week for the NFL, and we got a brand new episode of the podcast for you guys. And yes, yes, the man himself, the grandfather, the pops himself, Eric, is back in the building. What's up, Eric? Yo, yo, what's up? Fantastic, man. It's great to have you back, man. I missed I missed you, man. I did the last uh, few episodes solo. As you guys know, I did the Santiago Challenge, which is something I kind of created, just kind of doing some self-reflection. If you guys haven't heard it, go check it out. And then I also did an uh, interview with Dill Dempsey. Um, but Eric, today we actually have a, uh, another special guest. We actually have... We do. We have your son, your pride and joy himself. We have Mr. Draven. Say what's up, Draven. What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the comebacks, man. How you feeling? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on here. Uh, been pretty excited. Yes, sir. To get to it. Yeah, and it's gonna be a fun one because uh, we're all we, us as the boys. You know, we're all we're all pretty excited for the NFL season. It is kickoff week, the first week of the NFL season, and uh, I'm not sure if uh, anyone else recalls this, but uh, on our first episode, we actually did talk a little bit of preseason. But it was also that episode where we decided, you know, we might as well wait till week one because it's kind of hard to predict preseason. Preseason's kind of, you know, just a time for the rookies to get out there or for uh, anyone just trying to make the 53-man roster to get out there and, you know, try to just do their best to make the teams. But, you know, it's time now. It's game time. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. So with that being said, I wanted to go ahead and obviously we're going to do week one predictions. That'll be at some point later in the, hopefully in the first half, first half of this uh, podcast. But I wanted to go ahead and talk about our top 10 quarterbacks entering week number one. Um, and I think because you are a special guest, Draven, I, I want to hear what your top, who, who your top 10 is. Uh, go ahead and enlighten us with your top 10 list. All right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I did my list, obviously, going into week one. So start of the new season. So, you know, everything's bound to change throughout the season. But obviously, uh, at number one, he stands alone, Patrick Mahomes. Um, everything he does on the field is spectacular. Um, second to absolutely nobody. Uh, number two, though, you got to give it to Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Um, I don't think that's really up for debate either. Um and then at number three, I got Josh Allen. Um, there's a slight debate there, I guess you could say, for number four. But I think Allen stands in his own his own path. Uh, number four, I got Jalen Hurts, um, especially after last season. Um, he's just going into a season ready. He's hungry. Uh, number five, Justin Herbert. Another young stud that I feel like um, – can really step it up this season. Maybe, maybe finally get him going in the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, number six, I got Trevor Lawrence. Um, another young stud. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this year the Jags have one of the easier um, schedules. You know, the AFC South isn't very stacked this year. Um, pretty much everybody's tanking. Um, so yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Number seven, A. Rod. Another guy you can't count out. Um, every single season and then at number eight this is a this is kind of a surprising one I got Justin Fields I feel like he ended last season very strong he's coming in this season with you know a new wide receiver and DJ Moore uh, yeah they're gonna be excited to watch them Chicago Bears uh number nine I got Watson he's another guy that's 
you know, finally getting the start this season and everything um, after not missing first few games. Um, and that Browns team's looking good too. So I think they'll contend with the uh, Bengals. And then at number 10, I got Derek Carr. Uh, he's another one of those guys that I feel like com coming into the season, really needing to prove something. I feel like he will um, with the Saints. Um, and then I just threw two honorable mentions. I, I think Geno Smith's going to have a really good year again. Um, and then Tua, I think the Dolphins are going to catch a lot of people by surprise this year. But uh, that's who I got. How about you guys? Man, I I like your list. I like Ooh. your list because it definitely challenges some of the few I have on my list that didn't quite make your list. But for the most part, I feel uh, from just comparing the lists uh, that uh, we put together, um, your list is very similar to mine, especially when it comes to the first, uh, I want to say seven. After that, it kind of goes kind of haywire. Um, the few that I'm surprised that made your list, uh, Derek Carr, you know, uh, Derek Carr, you know, there's no, there's no denying he's, he's a good quarterback. I just don't know if I'd put him above some of the few that I have on my list. I think the only other person that made it to your list that did not make it to mine. Um, I think honestly, for the most part, everyone, it was just really Carr that, you know, wasn't on my list. I don't know. Uh, Eric, how did you feel about his list? Well, I think he uh, he left off a top five quarterback that uh, in my list anyway, and that's Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's uh, who it was. Yeah, because Lamar Lamar made it to my list too. It it was shocking to hear that he didn't have him in the top ten. So, um, yeah, that's. I mean, See, he's I got, can <laughs> I could explain that one. All right, all right, uh, enlighten us, enlighten us. He's, uh, I'm not even going to lie. I kind of forgot. Uh, <laughs> which is sad because he's an MVP. Uh, MVP I can explain. I just forgot. <laughs> um, so it is a little disrespectful to put Justin Fields ahead of him. Um, I don't know. I guess you could slap him in that. Uh, you know that I, I don't think you can put Lamar ahead of Lawrence and all those other guys from one to six. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he kind of solidifies himself as a veteran. Um I guess it could be shaky, you know, with a new team after he's been with Green Bay for, God, I don't know how many seasons. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that is a little disrespectful to put Fields ahead of him. Um, can't believe I forgot him because I definitely had him on my mind when I was making this list. Um, but, yeah, no, you guys are absolutely right. Uh, Lamar definitely deserves to be on there. I think the only thing that might hold him back is uh, injuries again. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely agree there when it comes to the injuries. Uh, but whenever you're looking at talent level of Lamar himself and uh, how much of a game changer he was, you know, we saw last year, you know, how much of a difference Lamar Jackson genuinely made when it came to, uh, excuse me, having, uh, you know, to him being on the field for the Ravens, you know. Once they lost him, you know, their whole season basically went down the shitter, you know, for lack of better terminology. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, and now he has, you know, he has OBJ, he has Zay Flowers, uh, he has a he has a good strong rec receiving core, and also has um, his running back. Uh, I forgot the name of his running back, but uh, J.K. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, yeah, Dobbins. Dobbins. You right, know, yeah. so that's another weapon for Lamar, and I'm honestly looking forward to seeing how they do um, yeah, with I my see. list. Now, <laughs> uh, I already know I'm gonna get clowned a little bit, but you know. Uh, you guys will kind of hear it and uh, you will see kind of the similarities similarities that me and you had, um, Draven. Um, but obviously first, Patrick Mahomes, no debate, you know. Um, I feel like with Mahomes, 
you know, last year, you know, he was kind of already being doubted because, you know, he didn't have Tyreek Hill and he silenced everyone, you know. He obviously proved to everyone that, you know, even with him being as injured as he was, you know, he was still able to go out and still able to take out quite literally possibly the actual best defense in the NFL in the Super Bowl um, when it came to the Philadelphia Eagles. He went out and he got the job done. So Patrick Mahomes, very resilient, literally the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, number two, I, I agreed, uh, Joe Burrow, you know, Burrow's one of those guys that, uh, and here's the thing. So I've actually been listening to a lot of different debates when it came to Burrow and Mahomes. And a lot of people think that Burrow is actually better than Mahomes, but here's my, here's the thing. The Super Bowl's talk, man, the Super Bowl's talk, and there's nothing that can change my mind when it comes to the fact that Joe Burrow, he had... Last year, when it came to weapons, as far as at the wide receiver spot, he had a lot more than what Patrick Mahomes had. All Patrick Mahomes really had is Kelsey. Outside of that, you know, with him being as injured as he was and still being able to go out and win the Super Bowl, you know, props to Mahomes. So, Joe Burrow, number two for me. Number three, I have Jalen Hurts, you know. Uh, and that was honestly kind of tough, too, because, you know, being that Hurts was also in the Super Bowl, um, I don't know. I just haven't seen just enough just yet to put him above Burrow. Last year was kind of Jalen Hurts' coming out party uh, as far as, you know, him showing and proving that he's a top quarterback here in the league. I just need to see it a little bit more. Um, but it, it was still honestly almost kind of hard for me to put him above the next person, which is Josh Allen. I have Josh Allen at number four. Uh I feel like that kind of speaks for himself. He definitely deserved to be in the top five. Now, this is where it gets... A little <laughs> crazy for me because I do have Dak Prescott at number five. Now, my reasoning for Dak being at number five is truly because of the weapons that he has now at his arsenal. You know, the Dallas Cowboys have had one of the highest scoring offense. You know, anytime that Dak's on the field, they produce numbers, right? Now, I, I understand that, you know, last year, completely terrible year. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And I'm a huge Cowboy fan. Dak... Literally shit the bed last year. Um, but it's one of those things where now he has so many different weapons on offense that, you know, I only feel like it's only going to go up from here. Last year, all he really had was CeeDee Lamb. Gallup was still, you know, dealing with his uh, ACL injury. It wasn't really, he was kind of like, he just wasn't his old self, you know, because obviously if you guys saw Gallup pre-injury, fantastic. Another year removed from that ACL tear. So, uh I'm only seeing that they're going to be even better. And now also add Andy Badnick Cooks. It's going to be fantastic, I have a feeling. Um, number six, I got Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, Lamar himself, he also has a lot more weapons. Um, you know, adding to his OBJ, as I mentioned earlier, Zay Flowers. Um, and then also Dobbins, like we talked about. I'm only seeing that it's going to open up the passing game, especially now being having a running back like Dobbins. Um, seven. Aaron Rodgers, eight, I got Justin Herbert, nine, I got Trevor Lawrence, and at number 10, I got Justin Fields. Um, that's kind of how I finished up my top 10. Uh, but I already know that I'm going to get a little bit of slack about Dak. But other than that, uh, what were you guys' thoughts on my top 10? I, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about that. Dad, you want to go first or me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just the thought of Dak Prescott being in a top 10 quarterback list. 
um, makes my stomach churn. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I agree. He puts up points. He does have more talent this year. Um, I, I think that if, if he is going to have a great year, um, it will, it'll be the addition of the weapons, but it's also going to be because, uh, of McCarthy calling the plays. Um, I think that that offense, uh, that he's going to instill, um, is going to be beneficial um, because I it did for Aaron Rodgers for years, right? I mean, that was when they won when Aaron won his Super Bowl was McCarthy was calling the plays. So I can see that being being something there, but damn, his interceptions are, are atrocious, and and you just can't win. Uh, I I can't put him in the top ten if he's you know throwing you know more interceptions than the bottom, you know, 22 other quarterbacks. So, um, but, you know, it, it is a new year, new offense, um, a few new weapons. So we'll see. Um, I'm not going to give you too much slack, you know, over it, but I, I think that, uh, I think that having him in my top 10 wouldn't have been a possibility yet mid season, you know, or in a few weeks when we revisit this, you know, very possible. He could, he could climb up there, you know, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. What are you, what are your uh, thoughts, man? I, I know me and you, uh, uh, for the most part here, here's the thing, man. I, I, like I said, I see a lot of resemblance. I know me and you both had Aaron Rodgers also at number seven, the exact same spot. Um, really the only difference was car and very other, like, Slightly some other stuff, but other than that, what are your thoughts on the on my top ten? Yeah, um, yeah, like like you said, everything else kind of was in line and everything. Um, yeah, that DAC is that DAC placement really has me wondering because I mean I get you're a Cowboys fan, so you know I'll cut you the slack there. But top five, absolutely not. If you ask me that, I think that's wild considering all the talent at quarterback in the league. Um, top ten, I think you could make the argument for top ten. Personally, I think he sits around that 15 to 10 spot. Um, I was watching a little bit of the training camp or whatever, and some of the throws he was making was just outright insane. Um, but again, he's learning, like you said, Dad, a new offense, you know, so I think he's got a lot to prove this year. Um, and I mean, that's not going to take away from the Cowboys having a great year. I mean, that defense, oh my God, it's scary. Um, but, you know, they got to compete with the Eagles. Um for first in the division. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough year for him, but I mean, yeah, don't be surprised if, you know, if they come out the gate strong, you know, and really push for that first seed in their division. So, uh, but yeah. And I think that's the thing for for me, as long as Dak, and here's the thing, when it came, when it comes to Dak, that's kind of my wild card, right? I have him in the top five just because I'm also taking into account, you know, the weapons that he now has surrounding him. I know for sure, at least when it comes to him being in my top 10 of quarterbacks, he's in there, right? But I just didn't really know exactly where I wanted to put him. Uh, But purely based off of, you know, what we saw, obviously, again, very high scoring offense last year, really the biggest downside for him did come down to, you know, his lack of success in the playoffs, you know, being in just his... uh, his uh, interceptions, you know, we, we, you know, it's like you brought it up. You know, he has a lot to prove this year. Um, but I did, you know, go out on a limb and I 
said that I think he should be in the top five just purely based off of, you know, the weapons that he also added around him and, you know, just from what we've seen in the past with him being able to put up points uh, any time that he's in the game. But outside of that, so that that's my top 10. Uh, Eric, uh, why don't you enlighten us and let us uh, tell us what, what is your top 10 for quarterbacks? Well, I'm right there with you guys on Mahomes. Um, one of the most gifted uh, people under center I've ever watched in my years. Um, and that's saying a lot because I've seen a lot of great quarterbacks. So um, I had Mahomes one. I have Allen at two. Um, and then I have Burrow. I have Lamar Jackson at four. Jalen Hurts at five. And I got Trevor Lawrence in there at six. So, um, I just, uh, I think his, what, third? Is this his third season or fourth? Jeez. I think third, I believe. Yeah, I think it's his third now, right? And I I just see him having, you know, a a breakout year, unfortunately, uh, being in the same division as my Colts. But we're retooling, so I can live with with him doing doing well right now. And then I've got uh, Herbert. Um, Herbert there, and then Deshaun Watson, because I agree, Draven, with what you said. Um, you know, his this will be his first full year going through, you know, mini camp, training camp, you know, preseason, and really getting his feet planted again. And if he, because there's no doubt before everything happened to him in Houston that he was a top five quarterback in the league at that time. Oh, absolutely. Easy. He's another one of those gifted quarterbacks. Yeah. So if he's if he gets even remotely close to form again, like he's he is going to make Burrow earn everything in that division. Um. So and Lamar, right? They're all the yeah. same division with yep. the Steelers as well. I think that division is oh, pick it amazing yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I almost put the Steelers uh, or, you know, pick it in as an honorable mention because I think his second year in, but uh, we'll see. Uh, But then I've got Aaron Rodgers following Deshaun Watson. And then I, too, put Derek Carr in as the 10 spot. And and that was tough for me uh, because really there could have been I had three people that I was struggling with in the 10 spot. And that was Derek Carr, Russell Wilson and Justin Fields. Wilson, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, I mean, Sean Payton is is. I mean, he's he's been named the the quarterback whisperer for years. So, you you know, if he does anything with what he did to to resurrect Breeze's um, career down in New Orleans, if he can bring that there and and corral that team, they've got a lot of weapons there too. So yeah, no, I I definitely agree there, but. Going based off of what I saw in preseason, uh, you know, just from the little bit we did see of Wilson, I, I, I'm not going to doubt that Wilson can definitely make a comeback this year. But entering week one, at least in my opinion, Wilson would not have made this list, but he definitely can, you know, prove himself throughout the year. You know, but from what we did see, that little bit we did see in that preseason game, uh, I think it was the first one. I believe it was the first one uh, from the Broncos. Uh, you know, he still did look shaky, you know. 
Um, I, I am definitely interested, though, to see, you know, kind of where Wilson does end up being at the end of the season, you know, because at the end of the day, I feel like this is a make or break season when it comes to Russell Wilson with his uh, stint there at the Broncos. Um, yeah. The yeah, one I that agree. I do want to mention, though, uh, making your list, uh, I believe Watson, you said made your list. Deshaun. Yep. Yeah. So Deshaun Watson, he didn't make my list, but. My reasoning for not putting him on my list is because the Deshaun Watson that we're going to be getting, in my opinion, there in uh, Cleveland, it's not going to be the same Deshaun Watson we had three years ago with Houston. I agree. If he were to get back to that level, he's going to be a top five quarterback. But looking at how he came back last year, you know, he came back not even close to what he used to be. Um, he came in at week 11, though. Yeah, no, and, and, I, and I definitely see that. But if we're going into it based off of what we've seen, we have to keep in mind, going into week one, he's still going to have that rust on him, you know, because it's definitely, there's so different being in training camp one week and going into a game the next, you know, again, I could see Deshaun Watson working his way up into the top 10, but I just have a hard time seeing that he's going to be there right away. But again, that's just, you know, based off of what we've seen and us knowing, you know, how long he's kind of been out of action, you know, when it comes to game time within the NFL. But he's definitely one of those, him, Wilson, those are two guys I definitely look forward to seeing, you know, kind of how they progress throughout the throughout the NFL season. It's going to be definitely interesting to see, you know, how they do because Watson, he has a very good receiving core around him, you know. Um, and it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, kind of how he progresses through the season. But... Other than that, you know, I think that everyone so far has a pretty solid list um, as far as our top 10 quarterbacks goes. But now we get to go into the overall team, you know, going into week one. Uh, what are your guys's, you know, top 10 teams? And, you know, just to switch it up a little bit, uh, you know, Eric, since you just uh, got done telling us your top 10 quarterbacks who, overall, what are the top 10 teams that you have going into week one? Well... Chiefs and Eagles, one and two. I mean, you can't – neither one of them got worse, you know, going in Super Bowl teams. So, you can't really uh, not put them at one and two. Uh, had they lost a ton of people and stuff like that, maybe. Um, but I believe this is the year that you, you kind of see um, the team that, that goes to the Super Bowl and loses – you know, historically, right, doesn't make it back the next year. Um, but I can see the Eagles repeating that that run. Um, so I've got the Chiefs and Eagles. I have the Bills at three. Um, and the reason I put them at three is they have to. Like, they, they – I think that that team is in a dire situation uh, to have to be good again. You know, to um, they they did some work on the offensive line, which is what you know really killed them last year. Um, so they're going to have to be better, and and I think that they will. I, I think when you put Josh Allen back there, that dude's a dog, man. He's just a dog. Um, so uh, I've got the Bengals after that, then I've got the Jets. Um, the only thing they were lacking last year. The only thing they were lacking was a quarterback. If they'd have had a Rodgers last year, they 
I have no doubt that they'd have, they'd have probably given Mahomes fits in the playoffs. So I've got the Jets there. I've got the Ravens. Then I have the Cowboys at uh, at seven. The Niners at eight. The Dolphins at nine, and the Chargers at ten. So that's my top ten. Yeah, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Um, I do have. I did have a few ca- uh, caveats with yours. Um, the only. Hmm. The interesting thing is with your placement of the Eagles is it's kind of tough only because they did lose. They Although they didn't lose too much talent, they did lose, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, it was, was it the offense or defensive coordinator? No, the offensive coordinator because he's the Colts head coach now. Yes, yeah, so they did lose. And they lost their special teams coach too. Yeah, so they did lose a little bit of coaching. So I'm just curious to see, you know, kind of how or if this really affects the Eagles, you know. Well, um, but he didn't call the plays because uh, Sir- Nick Sirianni, the head coach, calls the plays. Okay. So the offense, even though they lost the coordinator, really didn't lose the coordinator, if you will, you know, because it's still Nick Sirianni's offense and he calls the plays. Got you. Got you. Well, um, I think that's really the only caveat I had there. I mean, for, for the most part, though, I mean, your list kind of somewhat aligns with mine. Uh, I am interested to kind of also, the only other thing I thought about, too, was um, your placement on the Jets. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of high. Now, the reason why I say it's kind of high, I mean, they did make it to my top 10, but they're not nearly as high. But the reason why that is, at least for mine, is, you know, because of the schedule they have, you know, early on, you know, they're going to have to slug it out with some of the heaviest hitters, you know, mm-hmm. in the NFL right from the jump. So uh, we're going to have to just wait and see. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, all they were really lacking was a quarterback, but, you know, they, they're still going to have to face, you know, some of the best teams in the NFL early on. Uh, and the only other thing I thought about was, I'm just looking, oh, the Bills placement. So, with the Bills, they did, you know, like you mentioned, they did correct a lot of stuff that they were dealing with last year, especially when it came to the O-line. Uh, the one thing is, though, is they're missing a very important piece, and that's going to be Von Miller. They're going to be missing Miller, if I remember correctly. I think I yep. read somewhere that they're going to be missing him for at least four weeks, which is a lot of time. Um, uh, other than that, though, <coughs> a lot of your teams, <coughs> excuse me, that uh, were on your top ten are on mine. So uh, going into my top ten. You know, uh, number one, Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like that's a pretty, pretty much a, a gimme. Because uh, if, if there's one thing I've learned, it's never second guess and never doubt the Chiefs. Never. You know, last year, again, bringing it up. Last year, a lot of people were doubting the Chiefs. A lot of people didn't think that the Chiefs were going to do this, that, and the other. They went on to win the Super Bowl even without Tyreek. So um, I have the Chiefs at number one. Number two, though, I do have the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and my reason, my reasoning for not putting Philadelphia in number two is kind of what I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, the coaching does look a little bit different this year. So I want to, you know, kind of, kind of just see a little bit more from the Eagles, but I do have the Eagles at number three. So it's, I think it is still a respectable spot to put them. Um, number four, I got the San Francisco 49ers because the 49ers are just that team, you know, uh, last year, even though they had, you know, the struggles, the struggles that they did at quarterback, you know, even with Brock Purdy, they managed to, you know, have a successful season 
and knock least, off your Cowboys. Yeah, and uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, because here's the thing. I do have the Dallas Cowboys at number five. Um, but when it comes to my Dallas Cowboys, I like to think I'm one of the few fans that's a realist when it comes to a lot of different things, right? When it comes to, you know, acknowledging, you know, what goes wrong with a lot of games? I'm not one of those Cowboy fans that is out on a limb saying, it's our year every single year. No, that's not me. <laughs> not even close. I'm one of the most critical Cowboy fans out there. But uh, I do have them at number five, right? And that does kind of align with kind of where I had Dak Prescott, at least when it came to the top five quarterbacks. Uh, the reason why I have Dallas uh, as high as they are, though, above the Bills, above the Ravens, above the Jets, uh, the Steelers, um, the reason why I have them there is because, again, looking at them on, on paper, right? Obviously, it's going to be different on paper than what we see in the games. But on paper, the Cowboys do have quite possibly the best defense in the NFL. You know, the addition of Gilmore, having Trayvon yep. Diggs on the other side. Uh, you also have, you know, Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, and, you know, um, the new addition of uh, Mozzie Smith. You know, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how this whole team you know, comes together, especially on the defensive end, especially with Dan Quinn calling the plays. Um, since Quinn came in, we, we've all seen it. You know, the Cowboys defense has taken a, a complete 180. They went from being one of the worst defenses to quite literally one of the best. So just based off of the defense alone, I feel like Dallas is going to have a very successful season. Also adding the pieces that they did on offense, you know, adding uh, Brandon Cooks, um, bringing back CD, um, and then obviously still having Pollard. Um Really looking forward to seeing what they do, especially uh, adding Schoonmaker. Um, just really looking forward to that. So, uh, number six, I do have the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the reason why they're not higher, just to keep it very brief, um, really just comes down to, you know, what we saw from Josh Allen at the end. I do think that Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks, but, you know, last year wasn't his best year as far as, you know, interceptions went as well, just as well as Dak Prescott. Him and Prescott were still pretty high on my list, but, you know, that's something to watch for, at least when it comes to that. And not having Von Miller, I think, is going to be a, li a little tricky. Um, uh, number seven, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, number eight, I do got the New York Jets. Uh, number nine, the Steelers. And number 10, I do have the Detroit Lions. I, I do have the Lions up there. Uh, just to make it very brief, the reason why I got the Lions up there is with how they ended off last year. You know, they ended off last year with a lot of great talent. They have Dan Campbell as their coach. And uh, just just count me in. I'm on the hype train for the for the Lions. I want to see what they do this year. Um, but any, any thoughts and critiques on my top 10 list on, on y'all's end? No, I think it was pretty solid again. As, same as, you know, my dad's. Um... I think some of the placements, you know, kind of go either way or whatnot. But, I mean, it's it's so early, you know. We haven't been able to see them fully play, so it's kind of hard to predict teams, um, you know. I love so, that he went out on a limb and put the Steelers up there in top ten. Yeah, I, I do they're, respect that. Yeah, they're like ESPN and all the other gurus have them at, like, I don't know, 17th or something like that, I think. Yeah, Man, no, they're I, my I, honorable mention. So talented. Like, they had yeah. – they have so much young raw talent that if they, if they gel and come together and pick it can have a decent season, that, that team is going to be so good. And the one thing yeah, you can't really coaches. Exactly. That's what I was about to mention right now. Mike Tomlin, yeah. he has yet to have a losing record in the NFL. So, you know, for, for Tomlin, I think that uh, I feel like it's very debatable uh, between the Steelers and the lions kind of like on their placement, 
but as far as right now where they're standing, um, I kind of like that. Um, the one honorable mention I will say, say though, that I don't, that I just realized it's not on my list, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're another team to be on the lookout for. Um, mm -hmm. yep. You know, last year, you know, they had a very shaky start. You know, that's why Lawrence didn't make it higher on my list because it took him like till like the last half of the season to really like start figuring things out. But, um, you know, that's going to be another team to watch out for. And the uh, Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Browns. I feel like those are going to be the two yep. other teams to really keep an eye out for. Uh, the Vikings, you know what? I'll even throw them on honorable mentions, you know, because they, they tend to be pretty consistent. But, you know, it's just going to be a matter as to, you know, if they're able to close out games. Because a lot of the games last year that they won, a lot of them, you know, were kind of like from behind. You know, they need they need to really be able to fix that. Um, Draven, uh, <laughs> got to say the best for last. So what, what's your top 10 t uh, list looking like for NFL teams? Yeah, so I want to go ahead and say that I do have seven out of my 10 teams are from the AFC. I think the AFC is the conference to absolutely keep an eye out on um you know obviously all the football is entertaining but this afc is just absolutely stacked um but number one i if mahomes is your quarterback you have to put him on there i mean what he does is insane with no matter who he's throwing to so i got the chiefs at one um two i do have the eagles um i feel like they're just still one of the best teams um three i do have the niners um, so I really think it just, uh, it does come down to which team's really going to put it all on the line. Um, the only issue I have with the Niners is the quarterback position right now. You know, Purdy is still questionable or he might even be out now. I'm not even sure you guys might need to correct me there, <laughs> but, uh, I know that shoulder injury is still causing issues with him. Um, and then I think Sam Darnold is their backup. So, yep. yeah, so I, I, I don't know. That's, I'm kind of iffy on that, but. I mean, either way, the talent on that team is insane. Um, four, I do have the Bengals. Um, five, I got the Bills. So the, those two could flip-flop, you know. But as of right now, I do have the Bengals and I have the Bills. Um, and then at six, I do have the Cowboys. I think they're definitely um, on the lookout for improving this year, which, I mean, not even to say they had a bad year last year. Um, but I, I definitely think they take a step up this year. Um, seven, I do have the Ravens. Um, Eight, I got the Dolphins. I that division is going to be entertaining too. I mean, obviously the yeah. Patriots are going to finish at the bottom, but man, you know that Dolphins and Jets could could really go either way. Um, but to go off what you guys were saying about, you know, the Jets last year, you know they they put up some points against the Bills and they really did stay close even without a quarterback. So um, yeah, I'm excited to see how that division plays out. Um, and then at nine, I do have the Jaguars. I, I I think they easily solidify themselves as the best in the AFC South. Um, no debate there. Um, and then at the 10, I do have the Chargers. But I do want to put honorable mention, um, you know, Jets, Steelers, Browns, Lions. You know, those teams are definitely going to have great years. Um, a great year, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's going to be an exciting season of football, that's for sure. Exactly. And I think that's the – I think all of our lists kind of really tell the story. You know, and I feel like this is something that's kind of, uh, I feel like the, the norm now. We, we all kind of already anticipated that the AFC conference was going to be a lot more difficult than the NFC. Um, you know, but the main three from the NFC that, you know, we all kind of had an agreement on was, you know, 
Philly, Niners, and Cowboys. You know, those are really going to be the two big, uh, the three big NFC teams. You know, duking it out this year to kind of see who can, you know, remain on top. Because the other thing too is to to note is I I forgot how many years it's been. I think thirty something, if I remember correctly. There has not been a repeat winner in the NFC East, so it's going to definitely be very interesting to see. You know, kind of who's able to win between the Cowboys and the, the and the Eagles as far as uh becoming the champion in the NFC East, but right. And, I, but to add to that, you, you can't count out the giants and the commanders either though. Cause I mean, giants made the playoffs last year, you know, they slipped in there mm-hmm. um, and the commanders look solid this year. So, I mean, it, if either the Cowboys or the Eagles slip, I mean, it it's that division still up for grabs. So that's actually, yeah. you know what? That's actually great that you mentioned that because I forgot to definitely throw in the giants as an honorable mention. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the giants, you know, they're, they're one of those teams. I don't foresee them having, you know, being able to take out as far the the Cowboys or the Eagles, as far as the NFC East championship ring goes to, I think it's going to either be Dallas or Eagles, my opinion, but I do see the giants possibly making the playoffs again this year. Um, so, uh, that, that that is another team to you know keep keep an eye out for. Um, but I definitely think they'll make the playoffs. Definitely, you know, I, I, I I'm very NFC, positive on that. Yeah, because the NFC is just outside of, you know, New Orleans is probably going to win the South, right? Um, yeah, probably. And then you guys, you know, the Eagles and you Cowboys will battle for the East, um, the North. You know that one's going to be a toss-up, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you've got, if 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 Minnesota plays like they did last year, it's it could be Minnesota, it could be Detroit. Yeah. I mean, if Detroit can do what you want them to do, putting them up there, is, you know, as yours, you know, um, it, it's going to be exciting. And Chicago, you know, everybody mm-hmm. everybody counts them out because they haven't been good. I mean, they really struggled for the years, right, on trying to land that quarterback. Uh, of the future and i think they have it now i mean fields is fields is really good so i mean chicago could could really step into that and and take that division again um but jordan love man i mean that dude's i i'm a fan of jordan love it was who i wanted um the colts to draft uh a few years ago uh when when he was available as a backup um and they didn't um, they ended up taking, I can't even remember the guy's name out of Washington who ended up going out to Seattle and got cut. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so that, that division is going to be a toss up, but I think you've got the winners, right? Obviously fill four of the spots. So I definitely think the giants are going to, they'll be in the playoffs. I mean, last year was the first year under that head coach. And they did what they did. Yeah, so. Dayball, he's a he's a fantastic coach. You know, uh, just being able to see what he was able to do with uh, with uh, oh my god, I'm I'm spacing on his name so bad. Quarterback Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel yes, Jones, yeah. what he was able to do with uh, with Daniel Jones, it was honestly quite remarkable. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is always one of those quarterbacks that you know people would overlook, but last year, you know, seeing mm-hmm. his seeing what he was able to do, especially in that playoff game against the uh, Vikings, if I if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, you know, no one really saw, no one really saw Daniel Jones as someone that was able to run the ball, but seeing him just go off on the Vikings the way he did and, you know, really make plays with his feet really opened a lot of people's eyes, especially mine, 
you know, so that's definitely going to be something that the Cowboys are going to have to watch out for, especially in week one. But before we get into those games, let's talk about the elephant in the room. This is it's game day, guys. This is this is a podcast obviously coming out on Thursday. Uh, so let's get into the first game. You know, I think that's a good segue into uh, talking mm. about our first game. So tonight we actually do have the Detroit Lions going up to Arrowhead Stadium and taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, before uh, I allow for you guys to, you know, make y'all's predictions, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say that this is going to be a very, this is going to be a close game, right? The Chiefs are going into this without Chris Jones. You know, they're not going to have their main guy on defense and quite possibly, you know, they might be going into this game without Travis Kelsey. Um, but again, I have learned, just like a lot of the other, the other, you know, analysts and everyone else in the NFL has also learned, never count out Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you know, coming out and winning this, especially with Andy Reid. Uh, the Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, that's just the way I see it. I don't see the Lions winning this, but I do see this being a very, a very close game. Um, as far as a score prediction... I'm going to probably go with 24 to 20. It's going to be close. Uh, but I do see the Chiefs walking out with the win in week one. Yeah, absolutely. I have to agree with you there. I think Detroit has a very, you know, high chance of keeping this game close. You know, you, you, I don't want to count the Lions out as it's going to be a blowout because I, I don't think it will. I think it'll be a high scoring game. You know, um, I think the Chiefs win by, I don't know. 10 points at most. I don't think they win by more than that, though. Um, but, I mean, you got Mahomes at quarterback. Like, like, I'm not trying to sit here and glaze this dude, but, my God, he, he's insane. And I think I saw something where he's, like, 9-0 and against NFC teams in week – or not week one, but um, in the first, like, four weeks of the season or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I, I saw the statistic that you're talking about. I don't remember the exact statistic it was. But yeah. another thing to keep in mind, too, is, you know, this Lions team – they're a very young team, but they're hungry, you know, and this defense yep. is young and hungry as well. Um, so definitely not a, one, a team to really slouch on. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions found a way to somehow make it into the playoffs. Um, but, you know, like I said, I just don't see this being a blowout. I can see this being a very close game. But, Eric, what do you think? Yep. Uh, who you got, you know, Chiefs-Lions? Well, I have the Chiefs winning as well. Um and I'm gonna say that if if Kelsey's in, um, if Kelsey's in, I got a final of 31 to 20. If Kelsey's out, I got it 27 24. So it's all. I mean, he's gonna play a huge factor if he's in. But if he's not, and and Kansas City's defense against the run. Can't stop that rookie. What's his name? Get what's the rookie for Detroit? Uh, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, man, the dude's a stud. So, um, if he gets going early, I mean, we all see every year a rookie running back uh, that gets behind a decent O line and just slashes people up, man. So. Well, um, let me ask you this. So let me ask this goes to both of you guys. So let's just say, hypothetically, the Lions end up beating the Chiefs. Are we really going to be surprised? Would you guys be surprised? 
Hmm. I would be surprised because it's in Arrowhead week one. Yeah. But I, you know, being honest, you haven't heard anything on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they haven't said anything, but it, is he a hundred percent? So here's like, the thing. Uh, he came I, out of that ankle. He was in bad shape, man, last yeah. year. He was. He was. Now, the, the beautiful thing about it, though, is he did have the offseason to really, you know, recover. And I think that he should. I'm guessing because we haven't heard anything, obviously, right? I'm guessing he's 100%. But the reason why, honestly, I would not be surprised if the Lions do win this game is because, again, he is going to be without Kelsey and without Chris Jones. Those are two huge pieces to this Chiefs team. Although I am predicting that the Chiefs are still going to find a way to win this game. I wouldn't be too surprised if the Lions do find a way to win this game just because, you know, Patrick Mahomes, also, he can't play defense. You know, he can't play defense. Right. He's, he's, he's only an offensive guy. And at the, end of the, at the end of the day, this defense has to be able to hold up against the Lions. Well, and, and the Chiefs also lost, uh, what's his name, that went to the Patriots on a one-year deal? Uh, the wide receiver. Yeah. Yep, Juju Smith-Schuster. Schuster, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and he... I think he had 1,100 and some yards last year. Yeah. Yeah, they lost um, uh, what's it, um, Michael Hardman as well, which was uh, a kick have, returner and everything as well. Yeah, do they still have uh, Hilaire, right? Clyde uh, Edwards? Clyde. Mm, I want to say they do. Uh, so I'm not sure. Not you know, so I mean, I mean, they got Pacheco though. So they got Pacheco. Pacheco yeah, did fantastic in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. They uh, they do have Clyde, by the way. Yeah. I, I thought so. Yeah, they got McKinnon as well. So yeah. Oh, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they got three three pretty solid wide or not wide receivers, running backs. So yeah. Yeah. So we're got to see. Wait and see how that goes. I'm looking forward to seeing that game tonight. Uh, but let's speed run through these other ones until we get to our team. So, uh, we got Panthers and Fal- uh, Panthers at Falcons. I got the Falcons. Uh, Draven, who who do you got winning this game? You said Panthers and Falcons. Yeah, oh. I got Falcons. Um, you know, Falcons. See, I think that that would be the smart pick. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see how Bry- Bryce Young handles that game. You know, he's his first NFL start. Um, against a, a defense that you know isn't really that solid, so I don't know. It could go both ways, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the Falcons as well. Eric, I'm gonna go on a limb, and I'm I'm hanging with my my head coach Frank Reich and and the quarterback whisperer number two. So I'm I'm gonna go with Carolina in this one. Yeah, that, I mean, that, like, like uh, Draven kind of said, you know, I feel like this one could kind of go either way, but I'm going to go with B, uh, Dijon Robinson, you know, Texas boy <laughs> there yeah. in Atlanta. Uh, best of luck to him uh, on Sunday. Uh, we also got the Texans going up against the Ravens now. Come on. They, they, this is a gimme. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, Houston, y'all are Texas team, you know, like, I, I, I to a degree, I, I support you guys, but, you know, I got to give this one to Baltimore, you know. Um, I feel like that's a gimme. I, I really don't need to go too deep into it. I just think that this oh. is going to be a gimme for the Ravens. See, yeah, I uh, I agree. I think Baltimore comes out on top regardless, but I wouldn't be surprised if it actually is closer than people think. Um, like you were saying about um, Detroit, you know, a young team that is hungry, you know, even though they are still in the 
bottom tier of the NFL teams. I, I would not be surprised if they, you know, they try to set a tone week one that, you know, like now here's the thing. I, I, I don't want I don't want people to think that I'm expecting a blowout here, because I'm not. Uh, you know, the Texans, they got a brand new head coach. They got D'Amico Ryans coming from uh, the 49ers, who is a fantastic defensive coordinator, by the way. You know, and he and he went back home. Yeah, he went back he home. And then obviously, obviously, they made some noise, you know, especially, you know, in the NFL draft, you know, getting two of the be- quite possibly the best picks of the draft. Um, they made a lot of noise there. They're really diving deep into you know, turning this Houston Texans franchise around. I just don't see it happening right away this year. I think that this is definitely going to be a process uh, with how rough, you know, the kind of the Texans have been looking. But, uh, you know, Eric, what about you? Who do you think is winning this game, Ravens or Texans? Oh, Ravens, 100%. Yeah. I think we are we are kind of on the same basis there. But this next game, I'm not going to lie, is pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, Bengals and Browns. Uh, I do have the Bengals winning this game. I think it's definitely going to be a close one. Uh, I would not be surprised if the Browns found a way to win. Uh, but a lot of it really comes down to, I think, the health of Joe Burrow. You know, how's Burrow feeling? Is he 100%? If he's not 100%, I feel like that's going to be a huge determining factor. And it's going to be something to watch for in this game. But uh, I do got the Bengals winning this one. I'm taking the Browns. I am as well. And I'm taking them because, well, multiple reasons I talked about earlier. I think Deshaun Watson first full year going through everything, many, you know, all the, he was, he was there for everything. He attended everything that was optional. Um, I think he's going to have a good year and they have tons of talent, man. People's Jones, you know, Amari Cooper, you know, the, the running backs, you know, it, it, uh, and and I Burrow did not have a, a good start last year. If everybody remembers, Burrow did not come out of the gates, you know, with a good season. So and, and he's coming out injured into this one. He's definitely not going to be a hundred percent whether he's you know good to go and they play him or not. So yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think the one thing that I think uh kind of still has me going with the Bengals in this one just kind of comes down to his contract situation. You know, he still hasn't been you know, they still haven't taken care of him. They still haven't gotten him fully signed. So I think he's going to come out with a chip in his shoulder with something to prove. So I think that's going to be something definitely to kind of watch for. But yep. uh, Draven, how about you? Uh, you said you were going to take with the Browns. Uh, what's your reasoning? Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Browns. I believe it is at Cleveland. Um, yeah, it, 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 is at, it, it is at it is at Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, at Cleveland. Um, I don't know, man. I Yeah. The dog Obviously pound. The yeah, I... <laughs> That one, um, like my dad and you were saying, you know, Burrow being out, uh, or not out, but you know, questionable, not a hundred percent. Okay, that is a big factor in this game. Um, you know, Watson wanting to come out, um, and then Browns also have one of the best running backs in Nick Chubb. So, yeah, I, I think for me, I, I, you have to stick with the Browns on this one. It's yeah. only going to take one big hit by Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and so we're Burrow. gonna have to we're gonna have to see, man. God bless. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'll be praying for Burrow. Uh, but if I remember correctly, I think they did. You know, uh, definitely makes make some adjustments up front. I think for Burrow, uh, I could be entirely wrong about that. Um, but moving on to the next game. So this next game is one of those ones that has one of our favorite teams. We do have the uh, 
Indianapolis Colts, you know, at home taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, before I give my prediction, uh, Eric, uh, enlighten us. Uh, who, who, how do you see this game playing out? Oh, man. So this one's so hard. Uh, uh, I, it's really not. <laughs> I, I believe in Steichen so much and what he's instilled there. And the fact that nobody really – he did not open the playbook at all for the preseason for anybody to see anything. So I I have the I have the Colts breaking the curse, man. They have lost um, – if I remember right, last year was seven straight home – seven straight season openers. So I have them breaking the curse this year. And uh, and pulling off the win. Hmm. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. I do have the Jaguars winning this one, um, but I don't. I don't. I don't anticipate blowout here. Uh, but with the way that the Jaguars season did come to an end last year, um, it, it's hard for me to kind of gamble against them at least, uh, in this game. You know, they ended off the, the year super hot. You know, they, they actually made it to the playoffs, which I think caught a lot of people off guard, you know, because with, you know, going into especially, you know, just me thinking about the, you know, my Cowboys, you know, at that point in the season, no one really saw the Jaguars really making the playoffs. But it was that win that kind of kickstarted, you know, that fire that they got on. And they ended off in a very high note, high fashion. Um, Doug Peterson, you know, did a fantastic job with this team. Lawrence started mm-hmm. somewhat finding a groove. So if Lawrence is able to start off, you know, kind of in that groove already, which I'm not entirely sold on Lawrence because again, you know, up until the last half of last season, he really was average at best up until that point. But if he's able to get off to that start, if he's able to start the way he ended off last season, I could definitely see them taking, you know, taking the win in this one. So I'm going to ride with the Jags, but I don't see it being, you know, a blowout in this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Jags as well, um, which, you know, it does hurt because, you know, I do support the Colts a lot. I support um, the Colts just for you, Eric. <laughs> appreciate you. Um, but, I, I, you know, missing Stephon Gilmore, that Colts defense is missing a lot of pieces that we crucially need to actually do good. Um, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, it's first-year quarterback, you know, rebuilding in some way. But I, I think the defense is what really struggles here. Um, like I said, losing Gilmore. Um, Shaq's, Shaq Leonard, he's uh, – I'm pretty sure he's out with concussion protocol. No. Uh, no, he's good now? He, they he's cleared him full right. practice. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see the Colts keeping it close – but um, I don't know. I'm, yeah, gonna have to go with the Jags. All right. I ain't mad at anybody over that. It, 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 it it's a tough game to call, man. I mean, it's one of those things where I, I feel like the whole game, how it's gonna go, entirely depends on how the Jaguars start. You know, because if we're looking at the Jags that started off again last season, midseason, no one can argue with me and tell me that they saw them making the playoffs. It was like literally the Cowboys lost to the Jags that really opened everyone's eyes and made them say, what just happened? Because again, the Cowboys were going into that game. They were still in contention to be able to possibly knock off the Eagles, right? That's kind of what the mindset was. 
you know, at that point in the season. But then the Jags got that crazy win over the Cowboys. And then from there, they had it all figured out and were able to make the playoffs, you know. So I think it entirely just depends on what Jaguars team we see, you know, whenever they show up um, there at Lucas Oil Stadium. See, which I kind of agree with. But then again, I mean, Lawrence threw four, what was it, four picks in the first half of that playoff game against the Chargers. So, I mean, and the exactly. Chargers defense is a lot better than the Colts. So, I mean, even if he comes off shaky in the first half, um, if it's a close game, yeah, I don't think you rule out the Jaguars. Exactly. And, I, and I, again, that's kind of why I brought up, you know, like how his play was shaky at the first half of the season. So, a lot of it really just comes down yeah. to that's why I'm not entirely sold on Lawrence just yet. I want to see another good se- I want to see a good season out of him, a full good season. Um, yep. But moving on, uh, next we got on CBS. It's going to be the Buccaneers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I have the Vikings winning this one, pretty convincingly. Um, I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to have a terrible game. I just don't think the Buccaneers have done enough to really compete too much this season. I could be wrong, but that's just a prediction as of right now. I do see the Vikings winning this one in a convincing fashion. Yeah, um, where's the game at? It's going to be at, really. That one's going to be at US Bank Stadium in okay, so Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, okay. See, the only reason I would say the Bucks would win um you know, home field advantage really is something in the NFL. Um, but I feel like the Bucks' run game might actually set a tone against Minnesota. But overall, I think Minnesota has the pieces to, you know, do good in the season, but also win this game. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings as well. There is no doubt in my mind the Minnesota Vikings win this game. Agreed. Tampa Bay will be lucky to put up 10. <laughs> well, that's a very bold know. prediction, but I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. You know, I, 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 I can, I can see that, but it's one of those things where, um, I do think that they're at least going to get fourteen, at least, or you know, around there. I, but that's just me, optimistically speaking. I don't like to call, you know, big shutout victories like that because, again, these are all <laughs> NFL teams, professionals. It's rare that you see those, but it's possible. Um. Nevertheless, uh, moving on to the next game, we do have the Tennessee Titans traveling to uh, Caesars Palace Stadium um, to take on, or the Dome, I should say, to take on the Saints. Um, Huh, this was going to be an interesting one, but I'm going to go with my first gut instinct, and I'm going to say that the Saints are going to take, are going to beat the Titans. See, I can respect that. Um, Yep. I think I'm going to take the Titans, though, only because I think, one, Derek Carr, I absolutely think he's, you know, a great quarterback. I think he just had, you know, some miscues with, um, you know, coordinator and the coach at uh, Vegas. Um, so I definitely think, you know, he has something to prove in New Orleans. So, you know, he'll come out hot, but uh, they're missing Kamara. Um I think I saw something that they're not even going to try not to utilize uh, Jamal Williams as much, who they just picked up from Detroit. Um, I don't know. I, my gut's telling me Tennessee. I think it'll be a very close game, though. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee pulls off the uh, win uh, on the road. So I am also going the Saints on the win here. Um, it's hard for me to ever say, you know, 
Derrick Henry uh, won't have a great game. But that defense is very much overlooked down at New Orleans. So um, I think that they shut him down. I, I When I say shut down, meaning he's not going to run for 200-plus, doesn't mean he won't have a 100-yard game because it's Derrick Henry. But the thing with the Titans for me is that they're still rolling with Tannehill. And I believe that this will be one of the games out of the first four that tell the tale. And I I believe you're going to probably see a quarterback change again in Tennessee uh, midseason. But that's yeah, I agree. Well, out. they got a. Uh, I think yeah. Malik Willis. Malik, uh, they still have Malik him, right? Willis. Yep. Yeah, I think he's a stud. I think they really do need to start putting him in games and you know giving him some, you know, not real competition. You know, the preseason still has some of the best players. You know, I mean, they made it to the NFL for a reason. But I think if you put him in the regular season games and give him a time to shine, I think he'll pull through. I think he's a good talent. Agree. Yeah, I. I think that they're just afraid, right? They're they're in a situation where they were the top dog two years ago in the AFC South, and really, yeah. really a, a, a you know a, a competitor in the playoffs, um, and and they've just fallen off. And I feel like they've got a lot of aging happening there. Um, so I I feel like they're just trying to hold on instead of start to do a retool and and go with the young hand. But that, yeah, for the the simple fact that Tannehill's still under center is the only reason I'm picking the Saints. So, all right, I guess we have to just wait and see how that plays out. But the next one's going to be an interesting one. Um, we got the 49ers traveling over to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Now, call me crazy, but I got the Steelers winning this game. Main reason, uh, Nick Bosa. I believe uh, he actually did yep. just finally get a, his contract. Uh, that hundred and seventy million dollars, bro. This man is made. But considering <laughs> it's happened so late in the week, I don't really expect Bosa to have too many snaps. If he does, I'm going to be very surprised. Uh, I don't foresee him being too being too active in this game. And for that reason, I do think that that's enough for the Steelers to be able to pull off this victory against the 49ers. So I'm going to go upset alert with the Steelers winning this one. Wow. See, I don't uh, see. I don't even. Uh, I don't think that's a that's an upset. Honestly, I mean, the Steelers have a lot of skill and their defense is solid. Um, I'm still going to go with the 49ers though here only because of the 49ers defense. I don't think Kenny Pickett can get anything going, you know, too crazy against that defense. Um, you know, it's one of the best defenses in the football, in the national football league. So, um, even with the quarterback, you know, the skeptics, you know, it, I don't know. It, it's going to be a close game for sure. It's going to be uh, a good you know, game to watch. Yeah. I'm going to take the Niners though. Oh, <laughs> how that. do you go? How do you go against Christian McCaffrey? Um, right. Uh, Kittle's I, questionable, and people are concerned about that. But yeah, you, you're well you're on if, it with McCaffrey. If, if Darnold is your quarterback, I've already watched him bounce around and suck in in at Carolina. You know. He just terrible. 
Um, so Purdy's out and and you're rolling with Darnold. There's yeah, I'm I'm going Pittsburgh. Wow. I'm going Pittsburgh. I am I am that's a, a bold that's a bold I'm, prediction, just like me. <laughs> I, I give you props. I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big fan of the of that Steelers team this year. Listen, I, I, I'm always one to root for an underdog and uh I don't know if you guys would even call the Steelers an underdog, but I kinda do, just because I mean you know, they have, I guess you could say to an extent, you know, been struggling the last few years. They haven't had a losing season, for se. But, you know, they haven't been this, the Steelers organization that a lot of us grew up coming to love. Um, but I do see them making some noise this year. Uh, I, I can very much, uh, I can definitely see them doing that. And um, like Draven mentioned earlier, um, you know, the, the 49ers, they have quite literally possibly arguably one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the NFL, very debatable uh, because there's a few other defenses in the, in the NFC more specifically that <laughs> have good defenses. But, um, you know, I think that if the 49ers don't have Bosa in there for a while, and if Bosa is, let's just say Bosa does play the game. I don't see him being in game shape for it. So I don't think he'll be as effective. Um, but we'll have to guess, just wait and see. I didn't, I didn't realize Bosa was a holdout. Yeah, he was a holdout. He didn't get his contract until today. So Right, I knew that, but I didn't know he was holding out until it was done. Yeah, that, he wasn't at training camp. He wasn't at anything. He accumulated a lot of fines, but, you know, he got them all waived. You know, uh, that was part of, I guess, uh, the deal he got today. Which is, he's a smart man for that because he probably <laughs> had a shit ton of fines to pay for all that, but... Um, that's another topic that we could talk about later because I don't know how I feel about all that. But anyways, to continue, let's try to speed run through these last few. Um, we're probably got to do the next call where we're going to talk about the Cowboys game. But uh, to speed run from here, uh, Cardinals at Commanders. I got the Commanders winning this one. Yeah, it's it's no question. Commanders. Um, the, yeah, the Cardinals are just tanking. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, Commanders. All right, and at 325, we got the Packers going up against Chicago. Uh, Chicago's at home. Um, kind of a tough one, but I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw all my eggs in the basket of saying that the Bears are going to win this one. You know, they, they did a lot this, this offseason. You know, they, Joseph Fields, he no longer has any excuses. They went out, they got nope. him all the weapons in the world. Um, and I, I want to see it put to work. I, I want to see the Bears win this one. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the Bears take it home, uh, yep. literally at home. So, yeah. I've got the Bears as well. Fantastic. Uh, we got the Raiders going up against the Broncos. Um, this one's going to be a tricky one. Uh, Broncos are at home. Uh, before, I, before I actually give my prediction, uh, Draven, I actually want to know your prediction on this one. Who do you got winning, the Broncos or Raiders? Yeah, I'm gonna take the Broncos here. Um, like you're saying earlier about Wilson and everything, you know, it's uh, it's gonna be something to see, you know, how he, how he plays this season off a, of, what I would say a terrible season he had last year. You know, everybody built so much hype around Denver, but um, they they sucked, and they they have a good defense. You know, they got young talent. Oh yeah, that defense is gonna do anything. That defense, I think, is gonna be their saving grace. If yeah, they have absolutely. a they have if they have a shaky start to this game, that defense is going to be their saving grace. Um, yep. You know what? 
I'm going to be very optimistic here and say, you know what, Sean Payton will hopefully have some sort of game plan that'll be able to prevent too crazy of an of a of a you know be able to save them from going <laughs> from having shit hit the fan entirely too soon too early um so i'm gonna go ahead and just say that the broncos are probably gonna beat the raiders i've got the broncos as well i'm i am not sold on jimmy g so i i don't think that that's the fix and and um yeah i don't like their coach anyway so you know he can kiss my ass <laughs> noted <laughs> noted we got the dolphins going all the way to los angeles to take on the chargers this one's a tough one but i want to say the chargers are going to take this one out Oof. tough game hmm. I've, dad go ahead i'm going to take the chargers and i think that i think that it's it, as much as it's first game of the season i think it's imperative that the chargers win this game to know where they stand new offensive coordinator this is a good tone setter especially if they're able to get the win on the dolphins draven who do you got hmm yeah this is a this is a tough one as well um ah man yeah i'm conflicted uh i think i'm gonna take the chargers but it'll be a very close game. It will be a close game that we can all agree on. Uh, the next one should be pretty simple. We got the Eagles going over to Foxborough to go take on the Patriots. Eagles are winning this. Yeah, Eagles. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's no debate. No debate. Eagles are winning this. Uh, now, this next one, I feel like it's pretty easy to figure out who's going to win this one. We got the Rams going up to Seattle to go take on the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks winning this game. Ooh, I don't know about easy, like easy to pick, because I uh, I don't want to sleep on the Rams, but I'm gonna take Seattle. Um, it's another one that might be the a Rams. Could go either way. I th my only thing with the Rams is they're gonna be missing Cooper Cup, so it's gonna be yeah. That, that that's that's their that's their main guy. Um, easy again. It's kind of hard to have an easy win in the NFL, so I can definitely take that back right. a little bit. But I don't see the Seahawks losing to the Rams. I just don't. Yeah. I agree. Awesome. So um, now to finally get into the main event. So the game, honestly, I have a lot of nerves for. <laughs> Sunday night. Oh, my God, man. It's finally football season. Like, it's starting to hit me. Now they're about to talk about it. We got my Dallas Cowboys. Going up against New York Giants. Now, man, I'll start off, right? Or actually, you know what? I feel like I should be the last one to make my points. So, Draymond, <laughs> I want you, I want you to break my heart, man. Who do you got winning? All Cowboys right, or dude. Giants? So this, one, this one's a no-brainer for me. I mean, since the Cowboys suck, I'm taking the – no, I'm just playing. <laughs> the Cowboys are winning this one. Um, I think it might be closer than people expect, um, but I think Dallas pulls away and – uh, definitely wins this game. All right, Eric. It it pains me so much, so much. The Cowboys are winning this. The Cowboys are winning. They look. You guys added a game fucking changer in Stephon Gilmore. He played at a high level last year for the Colts. He, I mean, 
it was a mutual departure. There wasn't anything bad. He asked for the trade, you know, because he wants to win a championship, you know, and he knew that the Colts were uh, uh, retooling. So uh, I thought that was nice of them to to allow this to happen. Um, don't do well, it. Well, you say game changer on defense. I'm saying game changer on offense with Brandon Cooks. I think that dude is absolutely insane yeah um especially in the slot which i think is really what they're missing you know they haven't had a great slot receiver since what was uh cole beasley cole I beasley mean, was the last great one look yeah, if it, dude if this uh, game ends up in a kicking battle though the cowboys are screwed yeah. <laughs> so, so if this has to do with anything with field goals you're in trouble but yeah um, but i yeah i like I was saying though about Cole Beasley, you know, like Dak really used Cole Beasley as the slot, and they haven't had a good slot receiver since him. So I think bringing Brandon Cooks and using him in the slot is really going to elevate their offense. And I'm glad I you agree. brought that up. Now, pass me the mic real quick. As you guys see, I just put on my Dallas hat because y'all know what time it is now. Y'all know what time it is. It's prime time. Just like Coach Prime went out. Oh my God! Went out and put Colorado on the map. Let me tell you uh, what. That we didn't that's gonna have to be. That's <laughs> gonna have to be another topic for another podcast because this one's all NFL, baby. Yeah. And and, and yeah. Santiago, but we'll get into that later. Anyways, so my Dallas Cowboys. So this this, this is the thing, guys. I'm gonna be honest. I hate. I I have mixed feelings about you know about it whenever. Analysts are always predicting the Cowboys to do something crazy to go out and win. I hate it. I like it. I prefer it when the Cowboys are the underdogs because I always notice when the Cowboys are the underdogs, they do some good shit. They prove the doubters wrong when they are the ones that are being doubted. Whenever they are the favorites, they have let me down so many times. So as a Cowboys fan, I don't know if I like hearing the Cowboys are going to win. The Cowboys are going to win. I, I don't know if I like that. I'm going to be honest with y'all. But look, I'm going to go out right now and I'm going to tell you guys, Draven, I 110% agree. This game is not going to be close. It's Well, it is going to be close. Correction. I completely fucking <laughs> said that so backwards, but this game is going to be close. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be close because I'll tell you what, Dayball is a fantastic coach. That Giants defense is legit. I'm not going to say that they are better than the Eagles defense. They're not better than the, you know, 49ers defense or the Cowboys defense. But they are still a defense in the NFC that is that is legit, right? They are a pretty good defense. So it's going to be interesting to see how Dak Prescott plays this year, right? Um, after last year, you know, um, it, it's one of those seasons for Dak that, you know, he has to start out the gate hot. And usually... Uh, his first his first game, he usually does pretty well. Um, but again, that's just going based off of what we've seen in the past. Um, but it is it is concerning because they have so many offensive weapons now. If they find a, if Dak finds a way, just like he did against San Francisco, because I'm just gonna lay it out all out there that game. There's no reason why Dallas should have lost. No reason. 
The Dallas Cowboys defense shut down the 49ers offense. They held them to under 20, and no one did that. No one. So realistically, Dallas should have won that game, but they didn't because of a lot of different reasons. First of all, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Kellen Moore, he was okay, but I'm not going to give him too much credit for the success because if there's one thing Kellen Moore never did, he didn't make adjustments when needed. Nope. Kellen Moore was so... so They ran the ball. Exactly. But here's the thing. If Dallas... If you if your quarterback is struggling, are, is your is your guys? I want you guys to put your to put yourself in that in the mindset of being a coach. If you notice that your quarterback is struggling, if you notice that your quarterback is throwing interceptions, or if you know you guys aren't able to get pass protection, are you guys going to keep throwing the ball? Or are you going to try to switch things up a bit? You're going to try to up. switch it up, right? Yeah, you're switching it up. Kellen Moore never did that. He was so set <laughs> on his game plan that he had, and don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say he was a terrible offensive coordinator because he was not. But in the most crucial games, he, he just fails to be able to switch up the game plan. Against the 49ers, it was very obvious that Dak was struggling. It was obvious. You know, the costly interceptions, and I'm not going to say every single interception throughout the whole season was on Dak, but there was quite a few of them that were his fault. But I'm not going to get into that whole topic. What I'm going to say is this. Dallas, I am predicting that the Cowboys are going to win this game. But it is not going to be an easy game. It's going to be a very tough game, and a lot of it is going to come down to the offensive play. I'm not very concerned about the defense because, like Eric mentioned earlier, you know, adding Stephon Gilmore, another lockdown cornerback to be opposite of Trayvon Diggs, that, quite, quite honestly— is a top five or even a top three cornerbacks duos. Like, those are the, the, like, they have to be up there with the, you know, with the Eagles especially, you know. But it's going to be interesting, man. I do see the Cowboys winning this game. I do think it's going to be a close one. Uh, I can see this game being, I want to say, 21 to 24. You know, I, I, I can see this being close. Um, but man, I, I think that it's just, it's just one of those things. The more I think about it, guys, like I'm it, literally every single scenario is running through my head and you guys are watching me talk. <laughs> you guys are seeing that in my head, there's so much <laughs> going on, but mm, I think that all, all, all of it just really comes down to the offense. You know, it just depends the Dak Prescott that we see come Sunday night. Um, I do have faith. I do have faith because again, you know, uh, adding Brandon Cooks, you know, having, you know, that additional wide receiver help with Brent, with Brandon Cooks and having C.D. Lamb uh, and having a much healthier uh, Gallup, Michael Gallup. You know, those are all going to be very important things to look at. So uh, I do that. The Cowboys winning. I just think it's going to be a very close game. Cowboys have to win this game. Yeah. Divisional game. On the road, they have to win it. Yeah, I, which I don't think it's one that's going to ruin their season if they lose, but it, it's 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 a must win. It, I I don't think I don't think it's a must win because here's why. Let us take this into account. The Cowboys, Dak Prescott has never lost to the to, to the Giants. 
I believe, if I remember correctly, the stat is he's 10-0 and against the Giants. And that's a statistic that, honestly, I don't like. I like it, but I don't like it, if that makes sense. Because, again, every time the Cowboys are so, like, projected by all these analysts to win, win, win. He ne- they, they let me down. So me being a Cowboys fan, being hurt from seeing this type of crap happen all the time, I just, I just don't know, man. I don't think, I think if they lose here, you know, it, it won't set them off for the entire season, but it definitely would be amazing for them to win. It would do wonders for their, not only their confidence, but their morale, you know, uh, especially, you know, going into next going into the following week, you know, they're, they're going to be taking on the Jets and that's going to be another one we could talk about a little bit later next week or something, but, um, you know, two pretty two pretty significant matchups early on in, in their season. So um, definitely going to be a close one. Um, but moving on to the next one. So I think we're all in agreement. We think that the Cowboys are going to win it. But I think we also do also agree that it's going to be a close game. So um, moving on to Monday Night Football, though. The first Monday Night Football matchup, excuse me, of the new year. Of the new season. We do got the Buffalo Bills traveling to New York to take on the Jets. Now this one, before we we hopped on the podcast, we didn't really anticipate having to talk about this game. But I feel like it's going to be very necessary to talk about this game just a little bit at least. Um, Interesting one. You know, you got Josh Allen and the Bills going to take on, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, you know... In his in his new home, New York. Um, I hate to say it. I'm gonna ride with the Jets in this one. Now, my reasoning is, you know, like Eric mentioned earlier, really all they were missing in New York was a quarterback, right? And from what we saw from Aaron in the last preseason game against the Giants, he looked sharp. You know, he looked good. Again, preseason, you know, he's going to be facing starters now. But we can't forget also that the Jets do have a pretty pretty stacked defense, right? I don't know if I'd go out on a limb and proclaim what the what I think one of the one of the players did proclaimed with the Jets saying that you know they're like 85 86 bears. I wouldn't go that far. But I will say that they are a pretty stacked defense. You know, having Sauce Gardner, um, they can't be messed with, you know. And it's going to be interesting because Josh Allen, you know, last year he did he did struggle a bit. He's still up there. He's still with the top, with the elite quarterbacks. But he did struggle a bit last year. So, you know, this is going to be a good early test for the Bills. Um, but I do, I do see the Jets. You know, the Jets, I feel like they need to make a statement. And honestly, for the Jets, here, here's the thing. Before you guys give y'all's opinion, the Jets have a very tough season this year. Very tough. And for them, if there's, if there's any team that's going to be thrown on the hot seat right away, it's the Jets. Now, my reasoning, again, when we look at the Jets... Just to, just to list you guys some of their, their, their opponents. Week one, they're facing the Bills. Week two, they're facing Dallas. 
Week three, they're facing the Patriots. That's kind of a gimme. But when you look at week four, they're going up against the Chiefs. Week five, Broncos. Week six, Eagles. All of that is before their bye week. You don't want to start off on the wrong foot if you're the Jets because of all of those elite teams you're, you're facing right off the bat. If we, worst, worst case scenario here, they could quite possibly start off one and five just because of all the elite teams that they're facing. If you're lucky, maybe two and five, right? Let's just say they beat the, the, the Patriots and the Broncos. Let's just say that. Then they're starting two and four. But if you're the Jets, you have to think that this is kind of a must-win game. So, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that it's going to be a close one. I'm not going to be surprised if the Jets win. I'm not going to be surprised if the Bills win. I do anticipate this to be a very good football game, a very good watch, you know, for anyone that wants to, you know, really watch this game. A very good Monday night football game. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say the Jets are going to win this one. Draven, what do you think? Yeah, I uh, I can respect that decision, and the more I keep thinking about it, you know, I just keep leaning towards um, Josh Allen. You know, what can Josh Allen really prove and do against this Jets defense? Because, like you were saying, they are one of the best in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we keep saying that about a lot of these teams, but a lot of them are building their defense, you know, and I think the Jets solidify themselves as. A, you know, top five, top seven, you know, anywhere around, around that range. Of anywhere between defenses. top five to top 10 defenses. And I, and again, and I feel yes. like that's, that, that's going to, that, that's what makes a lot of these teams very interesting. You mm-hmm. know, uh, a lot of these teams are starting to put together really good defenses. Even the Jaguars, you know, have a very yep. good defense. It's just one of those things where it's going to come down to quarterback play. I think a lot more this year, this year, what's going to yeah. separate the good teams from the great teams is going to be quarterback play. Um, yeah. So, uh, and here's the thing. It's kind of hard for me to kind of throw, uh, it's, it's kind of hard for me to be able to flat out say that Josh Allen is going to get outplayed by Aaron Rodgers. But at the same time, Josh Allen, here's the thing. I love Josh Allen. He is a great quarterback. I respect that man. He is very agile. He's good. But because of how rough last year kind of was for him, you know, I have my reservations, so I'm going to like that's the only reason why I'm taking the Jets over, you know, uh, over the Bills. It's going to be a very close game. Like I mentioned, I'm not going to be surprised if the Bills end up winning it. But, you know, I think that considering the Jets are going to be on the hot seat this game, you know, they they, they have to win. You know, they have to get off to a hot start early. So I do think that the Jets are going to end up winning. Um, Yeah. And like you were saying, though, it, it you know, you can't be surprised if either one of the teams actually wins um but uh yeah no i'm gonna go with the jets as well i think aaron Rodgers monday night football i don't i don't think he loses and like you were saying they have a tough schedule so they know they have to come out and you know swing for the fences you know and so uh yeah i'm i'm gonna have to go with the jets in a very close game um, i don't think it'll be high scoring um you know both offenses are elite but uh, that jets defense i think holds the bills under under 24 points so i I can see that under 24 i think uh i can definitely see that as well and one the one more thing before eric gets gets in his prediction if the jets lose imagine what people are going to be saying about hard knocks about what that possibly could have done to throw off the jets 
That's something that the Jets franchise is not going to want, you know, to hear. You know, uh, it's gonna they're gonna be under a lot of scrutiny when it comes to the Hard Knocks uh, because I I did watch Hard Knocks and I did you know conclude it. Um, you know, that's just another that's just another thing to think about. So, um, I guess it's gonna be a toss up. But Eric, what about you? What do you think? Uh, Bills or Jets? Well, I like the uh, bringing up of Hard Knocks because I believe it's the new Madden curse. Um, to be honest with you, uh, every year I've watched it, the teams that, um, are on hard knocks, whether it's the end game, you know, the end season one that the Colts went through, um, I think last year was what Detroit, um, it, uh, I believe it could be the new curse. We'll see. Um, hopefully, hopefully the jets can avoid that, but, uh, I've got the Bills winning, uh, a very close one as well. Um, but I have the Bills coming out on top in this one. I think, um, I think they both have, you know, even without Vaughn Miller, I I think that they will find a way to get to Aaron, um, just to. Uh, trouble him a little bit i don't think they get sacks on him because it's aaron Rodgers. um but we'll see i mean that timing i just don't know that it's going to be there a hundred percent you know with him and the, you know, the receivers right out of the gate um but he did look good in that preseason game um so we'll see but uh, I, i'm never counting josh allen out but, and, and that's know. very smart it's 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 one of those things again that's kind of why, like, I'm up in the air about it. But I think the one small piece of information that has me still siding with the Jets is just the fact that they're not going to have Vaughn Miller for a few weeks. Um, yep. That's that's my only thing, and that's kind of what's keeping me from you know going all in on the uh, on the on the Bills this first uh, this first game. But you know, like I mentioned earlier with Patrick Mahomes, it's kind of hard to count against, uh, kind of go against uh, Josh Allen. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to say it's kind of hard to go against Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, it, it's yeah. definitely a 50-50 game. You know, you can't count either one of them quarterbacks out. Um, no, I think I, I think the NFL booked the perfect game for the first Monday night. Oh, absolutely. To be honest. Absolutely. I, 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 you know, the only thing that could have been better would have been a Bills and, and Chiefs, you know. Right. But the Super Bowl champion always starts the season. Yep on Thursday night football. So yeah, I think this first this first week is uh it's really gonna set the tone for the rest of the season and it's it's gonna be exciting to watch. So yeah, I'm very excited. Agreed. Very very much so agreed. A lot of great games, you know, to kick off the uh to, to kick off the season. Um but going into our next topic, y'all. So um let's talk early playoff predictions, right? Uh the way I want to go about this is let's go ahead and um, if you guys need to pull it up, go ahead and pull it up. If I'm not sure if you guys are able to get your playoff predictions down. But if I'm not mistaken, every single division, uh, there is going to be one team that makes it, uh, which is number one team. And then I believe there's an extra two teams, depending on record, that are able to you know squeeze their way into the playoffs as a... Uh, um, Wild cards. Wild, Wild cards. cards yeah. 
Yeah, so what is that? Is that um no, it's actually seven teams, right? Yeah, there's seven teams total. Yeah, you got seven teams. One team gets to buy now. One one team gets to buy and then six teams uh from each conference. Okay. Yep. Cool. So with that being said, uh Draven, did you already have your teams kind of together? Yeah, I do. And I keep looking at them and I'm kind of, you know, like kind of iffy about them. But, I mean, I, I think the teams I have make the playoffs. I just don't know about the order exactly. I mean, I, I know the first four are in the correct order on each um, each side of their conferences or whatever. But, um, well, yeah, I guess you want me to go ahead? Yeah. So how we'll, how we'll kind of do this is uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about the AFC East. So if you guys can both pull up the AFC East, okay. what teams what teams you guys see making the playoffs and let us know of those teams, which one's going to have the first seed in that, in that division. So looking at the AFC East, I could tell you guys right now, I have a strong feeling that the bills are going to be the first seed of the East. You know, they're going to be the ones to win the division, but I do see the jets making the playoffs. I could see them making the playoffs as a wild card team. So I do see, uh, two, two teams, uh, making the playoffs here from the East. Yeah. I, uh, I got three making it, you know, all, all but the Patriots. You got the Patriots making the playoffs? No, I said all but the Patriots. Oh, all uh, but the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I, I got think, you. I think the Jets, Bills and Dolphins all make the playoffs. And if one doesn't, I think it's the Dolphins. Got you. Yeah, and I think that that that's the that's the one I'm not very sure of, but that's just because again, the AFC it's so competitive. Stacked. It's so oh, yeah. stacked. Cuz let, let, let's think about it real quick before we continue. You know, all of the heavy hitters in the AFC are as follows. And this is just my based off of my opinions. We got the Bills, we got the Dolphins, we got the Jets, you know, some would even say the Broncos. You know, we never know what the Broncos are going to be at the end of the year. They're kind of a maybe, but I'm going to leave them out for right now. We got the Chiefs, we got the Chargers, we got the Ravens, we got the Bengals, we got the Browns, we got the Steelers. You got the Jaguars? Bro, like, come on. Like, that's <laughs> a lot of teams that really can compete. And think about, of all those teams I just mentioned, only seven can make it to the playoffs, right? So, uh, um, Eric... AFC East, who you got making the playoffs from the East? Jets and Bills. Jets and Bills, you don't got the you you don't got the Dolphins making it. Nope. Understandable. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to put them in there just because again I feel like there's so much talent elsewhere also in the AFC. Very hard. Yeah. Like the more I'm looking at the rest of the AFC conference, it's so hard. So. Okay. AFC. Why don't we pick the win? Why don't we pick the winner of each division? Then we'll pick the last three spots. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That, okay. That's that, that's a great way to go about it, actually. So AFC West, pretty easy. Chiefs. Uh, I I see them yeah. beating the Broncos. I see them beating out the Raiders and the Chargers. Yeah, I I agree there. I think the Chiefs take the number one seed in, in the playoffs. I think they get the bye as well. They're a um, dynasty, and they're a dynasty right now, man. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And even people wanted to say last year, you know, doubt them without Tyree Kill, and now, now they just lost, you know, a lot of a lot of pieces. And I still think you can't rule them out from that one seed. So yeah, Mm-mm. Eric. 
yeah, I got the Chiefs winning the division as well. Fantastic. AFC North. Um, man, this one you got. <laughs> the AFC North is going to be crazy to watch for. So here we got the Ravens. We got the Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. But Burrow, man. Uh, Burrow right now is just on top of his game. In this division alone, I could see three teams making it. Right? Up to three teams making the playoffs. But... With that first seed, I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of it, it, for me. It's kind of a toss up between the. It, it's a toss up between the Ravens and the Bengals. It's a toss up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you know kind of what we've seen you know in the past. The Bengals have been dom- dominating that division. So I want to say the Bengals are gonna you know win the North, but I think that it's gonna be a toss up between them and the Ravens. Yeah, I can get with that. Um, yeah, that AFC North is going to be super exciting. And I think if there's one season where Mike Tomlin doesn't finish above 500, it's this season. Um, Just so much competition. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to go against the Steelers, you know, and doubt that they won't finish, you know, in the top three of that division, like or in last. But I don't know. I can't put myself to put them above the Browns, Ravens, and Bengals. So I think. It really depends on how Joe Burrow comes out, you know, being questionable and everything with that, uh, either his ankle or his knee. Um, I can't remember. Calf. Calf. Yes, you're right. Um, which, so it really, which, it, which you know that the calf is connected to the Achilles. Yeah, and it, absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of players have started out with calf problems that end up tearing their Achilles because they come out too mm-hmm. soon. So yeah, yeah. That's exactly I think that's my, I think. that's my only thing. I, I, I just. I hope, I hope he doesn't play week one. But the only reason why I hope that is for the Bengals' sake and for his sake. You know, if they haven't given mm-hmm. him a long-term contract, I just have a feeling that if he were to, you know, tear his Achilles or have some sort of crazy injury from this, you know, it could go very badly for him. And I think they're doing it the same way as I said about your Cowboys and Giants, though, is that it's. You hate to call a week one a must win, but a but in that division is like yours. You can't not afford to lose, to lose a single game in the division. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the only differential with the NFC is the NFC is very wide open. You know, think about it. The NFC is not nearly as strong as the AFC. So the Cowboys, yeah. they can afford to take a few losses here and there. And they'll still make the playoffs because there's not that oh, much competition, 20. you know. But <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> but but nevertheless, uh, so just to continue, uh, Eric, uh, did you get to choose who your winner was? And did uh, Draven, did y'all uh, get to choose y'all's winner for Draven AFC North? didn't even. Draven, pick your winner of the North. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, like I was saying with Burrow, it really depends. If he ends up re-injuring that calf or and it extends to Achilles, I think they uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if they missed the playoffs, honestly, um, without him. Like, if, if they don't have Burrow, they're not making the playoffs. It's as simple Agreed. as that. Um, Agreed. So I think they might fall if he's injured. And even if he plays the whole season, I still think the Ravens take the division. Okay. All right. We got yeah. we got to vote for the Ravens uh, to win the North. Uh, how about you, Eric? Wow. So three different winners uh, between the three of us. So. Um... Yeah, You're going to say the Browns. The Browns. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I already knew yeah. it. Man, here's hey, the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not, okay. Here's the thing. 
I think the Browns have a very talented team. Very talented. But I have my reservations on Deshaun. If Deshaun... You can have him all you want, but that dude is a baller, man. He's a he, baller. He, 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 here's so, the thing. He was a baller. He was a baller back in Houston. We got to keep okay, in mind. That, that, that was three, three years, years ago. ago. That, that, was, that was about three years ago. Keep in mind, he's coming into the league now where things are a bit different. He has a lot more competition now. And then on top of that, you know, he hasn't had the consistent reps. So, it's, you know, it's one of those things where I just need to see it. I need to see the old Sean Watson because if he comes out looking like a shade of his former self or not, not even close, I, I just don't see it happening. I, I could see him may possibly making the playoffs. I just don't know if I'd put them as high as to winning the North. You know, we're saying the same thing though, and 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 we're saying the Ravens are going to be one or two, and Lamar Jackson hasn't been MVP Lamar in three years. See, but you the know, thing, but the thing is, is even then, Lamar last year, he was winning the Ravens games solely on his own. He didn't have the weapons that he does now. He's kind of in the same situation that I get. Yeah, I mean, you you can make the argument that I mean, Deshaun I mean, kind of was in. As We're saying as, OBJ, right, is there now, but OBJ's just, he's coming off his injury. We got you know? OBJ, and then he also has Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is, you know, one well, of the upcoming wide receivers to definitely look out for. Well, you guys are talking about the receiving core, but uh, their biggest piece to the receiving core is Mark Andrews. Yeah, top and three Ma tight end in the oh, league. Absolutely. And Mark yeah, Andrews. Yes, I didn't even, I didn't even mention him. Yeah, he utilizes yeah. Mark Andrews so much, and I think Lamar is really ready for another MVP season. And uh, that's, I mean, I'm not even the biggest Lamar supporter, but I think, I think the, the Ravens thing are to watch on the lookout this year. It, yeah, exactly, and I agree with that. I think the one thing, my only reservation with the Raven, or with, with Lamar, is just seeing if uh, he's able to make the transition, you know, play style that he, you know, we're kind of talking about him making this year, you know, right, kind of right. stepping away from what made him as unpredictable and as good as he was now trying to become some sort of, I guess you could say kind of like a pocket passer, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, but I feel like, I, I feel like the Ravens will make the playoffs for sure. But just to continue, just so we can keep things going. AFC South, I only see one team making the playoffs, honestly, and that's the Jaguars. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think anybody else makes it. Yeah. The Jags win the division for yep. sure. There we go. Fantastic. So, Moving on real quick into the final part of this AFC playoff picture. Uh, let's talk about it real quick. Who are the final three spots that we think are going to make it into the playoffs? So I feel like this is kind of tough. I'm going to go out on a limb here, though. I'm going to say the final three spots are going to go to the Jets, the Chargers, and going based off of, I, I picked the Bengals, right? Yep. So, if the Bengals should take the one seed, I do see the Ravens taking that last spot. And that's tough because, again, the AFC is so stacked, man. So, there's going to be some very good teams left out. There's going to be some very good teams left out. Both the Browns and the Steelers right now are projected to be pretty damn good teams this year. Right? And it's very possible that the Broncos as well could be a dark horse here. But even the Dolphins, 
you know, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a really tough. It's really tough to look at the AFC and, you know, say all of this confidently. But um, my picks, you know, Bills, Jets, Chiefs, Chargers, Ravens, Bengals, or Bengals, Ravens, and the Jaguars. And I think that the first seed in the AFC is going to be the Chiefs. They're going to take the bye week. Yeah, I agree with you on the Chiefs. And then, yeah, um, I don't know. The more I keep thinking about it, you know, that AFC North, man, I I would not be surprised if three teams make it out of there, and I would not be surprised if for the AFC East, three teams make it out of there. So it could go either way. But, yeah, I got I got the Chiefs um, at the one. And at the two, I got either the Bills, Jets, or Dolphins. But I don't think the Dolphins get the uh, – I don't think the Dolphins went out the division. Um so either of those two, Bills or Jets, um, we'll take the two, um, and then I think it, any of the te- any of those three teams from the AFC North take the three seed, um, leaving the Jags with the four, um, and then yeah, any any of those teams can file in at five, six, and seven. I think the Chargers though will slide in at at one of those numbers though. Yeah, I mean, I, I like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if the AFC North had three teams. Um, East either, I wouldn't be too surprised. It's just. Uh, Oh, it's just gonna be tough, man. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh stuff to have to look out for, you know. Just so yeah, much talent. It, it really AFC. does matter how. Uh, it matters how Tua really plays this season, though. So yeah. Exactly, uh, Eric. How about you, man? Uh, who do you got making the playoffs from the AFC? So like the Bills win in the East, the Chiefs win in the West, the Browns win in the North, and the Jags win in the South. Leave me with the Jets coming in at the uh, five spot. And then the Bengals at the six and the Ravens at the seven. Yeah, I like that. Wow. I mean, I like that too. That's just pretty big. I mean, uh, the Chargers. The Chargers are going to face the same problem that your Cowboys face, man. Let's be honest. Kellen Moore went there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm afraid it's going to kill austin eckler season we'll see uh killing more is herbert can throw 50 60 times a game yeah and and here's the thing i I feel like i feel like if anyone can succeed with kellen moore's game plan i think it can be the chargers because again you know herbert is built for that he's built to be able to be a pocket passer being as successful as a pocket passer as he is you know, um, you know, Dak just wasn't working under that, you know, um, the reasoning could be very much so debated, uh, but it's going to be interesting, man. <laughs> you know, the AFC is a very tough conference to call. Um, but with that being said, we are going to move on to the NFC. This one's going to be a little easier, I think, but I think that there is one division that I think that you know, a lot of us are going to be kind of mixed feelings about. So we'll do it the same way we did the last one, like we did with the AFC. We're going to kind of start off with talking about who we got winning each each division. Um, so I'm going to start with the ones that are a little easier. <laughs> and save the one that I'm still debating with in my head for last. But uh, NFC South. Um, huh. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, you got the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Buccaneers. Um, 
you know, for this one, I'm going to go with the Saints winning the South. Um, that for me, that's kind of a toss up between the Saints and the Falcons, but I'm going to go with, the, I'm going to give the optimism to the Saints. Um, I think they're going to win the South. Uh, the North. Um, this one's another, man, I didn't even think about it, but this one's probably another toss up as well. You're going to have the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings. Um, I'm going to give that one to the Vikings. Uh, when we look at the NFC West, to me, this is kind of a no-brainer. Um, the 49ers, I think really their only competition there is the Seahawks. Um, and then we got the NFC East. Um, some pretty, pretty decent heavy hitters in here. But I think that it's going to come down to, I guess you guys can say for lack of better terminology, a shootout between the Cowboys and the Eagles. The NFC East has not had a repeat winner for 30 plus years, I believe. And, you know, going based off of history and obviously just optimism to the fullest on my end. <laughs> this is just me praying to the gods right now. Uh, I got the Cowboys winning the East. It's going to be a tough one. Very tough. You know, uh, you know, I feel like the, the coaching staff changes uh, with the Eagles is going to be something to watch for. But other than that, they really didn't regress anywhere. But the Cowboys, they did progress. You know, they did make some improvements, like plenty of improvements. Um, very noteworthy improvements. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go along with history here and say that the Cowboys are going to uh, win the East. Um, but what do you guys think? Uh, what, what, do you, what do you guys have predictions on the East, the West, North, and South of the NFC? Dad, you, Dad, you go ahead. Hmm. South, well, I'm going to agree the Saints. Um, North, I'm going with the Bears. West, the Niners. And the East, the Eagles. Yeah, I I think you pretty much nailed it on the money almost. Um I think South, I think the Saints take it, but I would not be surprised if the Falcons... I wouldn't be surprised uh, about the Falcons towards, either. Towards the end of the season, yeah. Um, the North, I think it's toss-up between the Bears and the Lions. I don't think the Vikings will have as productive a, of a season as they did last year. Um, I think they make the playoffs, but I don't think they win the division. Um, so, yeah, Lions or Bears take that. I'm leaning more towards the Lions, um, but I would not be surprised if the Bears take that. Um, and then we got... What the uh, the West? Um, I think the 49ers still take it, even with quarterback issues. Um, that Seahawks. defense is just so monstrous, and they, oh, they do yeah. have plenty of weapons on the offensive front. Even with you know the the quarterback concerns, uh, the 49ers just are a tough team to beat overall. Yeah, and I think the Seahawks make the playoffs though. Um, I can sneak it. in there though. I th- yeah, they're still a solid team. Um, and then the East. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles again. Uh, or along with my dad, I think uh, I think they ruined that streak or whatever. Um, I like the Cowboys. I just don't think they'll win those big games they need to clinch the division. So uh, I'm gonna go Eagles, but the Cowboys make the playoffs as well. There we go. So for the final, so who? Okay, so let's go with uh, now. We're gonna I'm gonna choose the extra three teams. So in the one seed, 
if my predictions go the way they I think that I predicted, right? Cowboys winning the East, Niners winning the West, uh, Vikings winning North, and uh, the Saints winning the South. If it were to go in that order, it would be tough. But again, me very, thinking very optimistically, if everything goes away, you know, a lot of analysts are looking at it, and I myself included, you know, um, the one seed would be a toss-up between the 49ers and the Cowboys. Um, just being a realist, I'm going to say that the one seed more than likely would go to the Niners. Cowboys would have the two seed, uh, which would mean that they would have at least a home game. Um, but the three teams making it, obviously the Eagles, they're going to be in the playoffs regardless. You know, if they're not, if they're not the three seed, they're definitely going to be, you know, more than likely the one seed. You know, they're going to they're going to be high up there, top three seeds for sure. One of those. Um, I do got the Eagles making it. I do have the Giants again making it. So that's two of the spots. Uh, the final spot. That's just a tough one. I think I'm gonna go with that one's either gonna be the Seahawks or the Lions. Who do I have more confidence in? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say I got the Lions taking the Seahawks spot in the playoffs. I'm gonna go all, all in on the Lions. You know, you know what we saw from them last year. You know, Dan Campbell, fantastic coach. You know, he proved it last year. Um, got those boy, those uh, those young players riled up and ready to go. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that the Lions are going to you know take the Seahawks spot. In the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I respect it. Um, yeah, I got it. Number one, I got the Eagles. Um, two, Niners. Um, three, I think it's either the Lions or the, the Bears take that spot. And then I think the Saints fall to the four, um, being the last, you know, division clinched. Um, at five, I'm going to say Cowboys take the five. Um, six, Vikings. Um, or, I guess... You know, if if the Lions or Bears are close, then one of them will fall to that spot and Vikings get knocked out. But I don't know. I mean, I got Justin Jefferson. So, I mean. That, that, that's, that's, that, that's, uh, what, that's what's making me say, like, that, that's, that's why I still have the Vikings in because I mean, they got Justin Jefferson. They still got yeah. Cousins, although he's not amazing. He still is a pretty decent quarterback. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then at seven, I got the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I literally just realized I completely forgot that you know the one through four are the division winners. So I did, I did, I did uh, <laughs> put the placings a bit wrong. Y'all ignore me on my placings, but you know, uh, hopefully you guys at least got the gist of what I was getting at. You know, at least as far as who's making the playoffs. Uh, how about you, Eric? Uh, who who do you got on the NFC side making yeah, the playoffs? I'm excited to see who you got at number one. Number one will be the Eagles. So. That sounded so anticlimactic. <laughs> but I think it's because I already yeah, knew I know, where he was right? going with that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I don't, I don't blame you guys, though, because here's the thing. It's like uh, that was what was mentioned earlier. You know, the, the Eagles, they really didn't regress. They didn't really get any worse. Uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it's we're just got to wait and see. I don't think the coaching changes are going to yeah. be too significant. 
But yeah, I mean, this it, is all... It, I think a lot of it's going to come down to this. And obviously, y'all can agree to disagree or have your own opinions. But I think the placements of these teams is going to very much so depend on the Cowboys' play here. Because I don't think anyone can argue with me that Cowboys, they genuinely did. They put together a fucking great roster. They made a lot of changes, good changes, changes that they needed to make, right? But execution is everything. Just because you put an awesome roster together, just because you add Stefan Gilmore, just because you are able to bring Dan Quinn back for another year, just because you're able to add Brandon Cooks to that offensive room, just because you got rid of Zeke, that does not necessarily mean that you're going to see success. The only way they're going to see success is if Dak Prescott is able to turn his shit around. If he turns his shit around, I don't see, I don't see it. I, I don't see how the Eagles can repeat. But it all falls on Dak, really. It genuinely does. My opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I, well, sorry about that. So, so how about this? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. The one seed is the East winner. Like, hands down, the one seed comes from the East, period. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. So, so that that puts, you know, two, three, and four, you know, as the other division winners that I've already mentioned. I think for sure the second seed will at least be the 49ers. The well, 49ers I mean, are going to be up there. Yeah, I mean, they're you're going to be yeah the i think personally the 3 seeds going to be the saints and I then the 4 the 4 would be the bears is who i picked out of the north so then at the 5 seed so the 5 seed for me would be the cowboys okay the, the 6 seed for me there's going to be the vikings Here's where it gets tricky for me because I'm I'm really torn. Um, but I I think you guys are putting three of them back in, and I think the Giants take the seven. Yeah, I just feel like with the East, I mean, such when we're looking at the East, they went from being the NFC least to the NFC beasts. <laughs> Literally. Um it is a strong division now. You know, uh, when, we, when we look at the NFC East, you know, they used to have, they used to be lack, lacking, you know, like think about it just two years ago, really the only team, you know, in the NFC East just two years ago, not last year, but the year before the Cowboys, that was the only team that anyone was able to look at as a viable threat, right? Then you fast forward to next year, I mean, to the year after that, which was last year, you know, adding Dayball to that Giants team, that made a huge difference. The Giants became competitors instantly. So imagine I mean, year two. Yeah, two years ago, the winner of your division was under 500. Or was at 500 because it wasn't a 17. You didn't have 17 games. It was, it was 16 games that year, right? It just changed last year, if I remember right, to 17, to 18 yeah. weeks, 17 games. Yeah. So... 
Um, I believe you got the win. Actually, it may have even been under. Yeah, you were under 500. So the winner, which I don't remember if you guys won it two years ago. I think you did. You won the division. You were the red or the commanders, right? No, the Cowboys won at with uh, 12 wins, five losses. Two years ago? Yeah, 2021. So then it was... So then it was three years ago that the winner of your division was under 500. Yes, that was uh, when the Commanders won. Yeah. Seven seven wins, nine At losses. Eight and nine, right? Or eight and eight. Uh, seven and seven nine. And, yeah. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't that long ago. And, I mean, that just goes to show you right there that the, the transformation of that division. And really, you can't even say that. Yes, the yes, the NFC East has gotten that much better, but the rest of the NFC as a whole has gotten that much worse. Right? The Saint, you know, Drew Brees, the Saints fall apart when Brees retires. You know, Tampa Bay's no longer a threat with Brady out. You know, uh, the Packers now without Aaron Rodgers and everybody, it's just they're in shambles, re- rebuilding, and it's it just it's it's just been i mean it's not the as Rams competitive fell off after the super bowl run of of the, i mean they they bought that super bowl that was all bought and paid for by by bringing in the highest dollar talents i mean they brought in von miller obj you know made the trade for stafford uh Agreed. you know they had cooper cup so i mean it was just a all all that's gone now. I mean, you you don't have Russell Wilson at the Seahawks any anymore. I mean, so I can agree with it, you there, but I think it's very important to say this. Although, yes, the NFC overall as a whole conference, although the NFC regressed, the NFC East we we can't we can't we can't diminish what they've done because those all three all three teams the cowboys the giants the eagles and the commanders to an extent they're all good teams they all genuinely are good teams but which is why i mentioned earlier when it comes to the nfc when it comes to the nfc the reason why i say that this is honestly i hate to say it but it is true this is the cowboys best chance nfc wise to truly make it to the Super Bowl, to make it a deep yeah. playoff run. Because here's here's the thing. Think about it. The Eagles, they didn't regress, but they didn't get much better either. The Cowboys, right. undeniably, they got better. We knew that last year that the Eagles were a good team and they were better than the Cowboys, especially looking at the comparing the rosters. But the Cowboys, they did get better. So now this is honestly the best chance that they have because you, if you look at the environment also, the 49ers, although they're a very good team, still a lot of questions at the quarterback, quarterback room. We don't know exactly how Brock Purdy is going to do for a whole season, especially after you know his elbow injury last year. Um, and I believe having surgery yeah. even in his, in his throwing elbow. So it's going to be very interesting to see kind of how he does. And then especially if Brock Purdy shits the bed, Sam Darnold's his backup. I don't even think that's another thing too. I think that the 49ers trading Trey Lance, stupid move. My opinion. Stupid move. They didn't really give him a chance, but 
I digress. He's a part of the Cowboys now. So I guess, I mean, that, I guess that's a good thing for us, you know, right? Because we get to in a way, but develop. Didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't your owner say they're not planning on get, getting rid of Dak anytime soon? So I mean, here's I the thing. Lance is just going to sit here's the bench the there, too. Here's the thing. My thing is this. We, I think the Cowboys pick up Trey Lance as insurance, right? Let, because here's the thing. Dak, Absolutely, he, yeah. he, he's been getting injured. You know, he's, he's one of those that I, I don't remember the last season that he actually completed, you know, from beginning to end without an injury, without sitting out a few games because of injury, right? And here's the thing. He hasn't signed an extension just yet. But I completely understand why he hasn't signed an extension, why Jerry Jones hasn't signed him. Because, like you guys mentioned, last year, although, yes, when he was in the games, he was putting up points. But there was also games that he cost us because he was also giving points to the other team. You know, he was, yep. you know, having costly mistakes. Which is why I mentioned earlier, this season, the Cowboys, it all lies on Dak. I mean, <laughs> their defense... I, you really couldn't think of too many areas that could have gotten better minus the run game. You know, but now they got Mozzie Smith. You know, they brought Dan Quinn back. You know, they got overshown. You know, they um, made a lot of moves they really needed to make. They even got Gilmore. You know, it, it all lies on Dak. Really does. The, the whole NFC, I feel like, lies on Dak. And, you know, I, I see them making the playoffs. I just don't. I just don't know other than that, you know, kind of what else to say. But, yep. you know, long story short, um, the NFC is wide open, or the NFC is wide open in general, and this is the Cowboys' best chance, I think, as a Cowboys fan, to really make the Super Bowl. Because really the only two other yeah. teams that, they're gonna, that are going to be their biggest threats is the Eagles and the 49ers. Right, yeah, I agree. I think if, uh, if the Cowboys step up and win the division, I think they definitely make a deep playoff run because – one, you're diminishing Philadelphia's morale, but also I don't – if the Niners don't have an answer at quarterback with Purdy and they have to ride out with Sam Darnold, I would not be surprised if the Seahawks win that division. Yeah. And therefore yeah, I, you're – I mean, therefore then you're left with, you know, not that much talent in other teams. So, I, yeah, I think it really does depend on the Eagles and Cowboys. I think that's what it comes down to. Yep. And even to even to a degree, you could say Eagles, Cowboys, and 49ers. You could even add in the 49ers there because we also got to consider how is Brock Purdy going to perform throughout the season? Is he going to be the Brock Purdy we saw the last the last uh, few games of the season going into the playoffs? Or because now he has to play a whole season and because now teams know how he plays, now teams have that film on him to really understand him and how he works. Is that going to be something that they're going to be able to use against him this year? I mean, there's a lot of questions. But nevertheless, I love this, man. I love talking football. I love it so much. I fucking miss this. <laughs> oh, yeah, my gosh, man. I'll tell you oh, what, the though. The NFL offseason is so long. <laughs> it was so long, man. I hate yeah. it. I hate it so much, but... Or happy football's back, you know. We're going to have a fantastic game tonight between the Lions and the Chiefs. Um, but um, I didn't know if I wanted to ask this, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's ask it right now anyways. All right. Who do y'all got making the Super Bowl? 
<laughs> I want to know. Because here's the thing, guys. I, I, again, I'm not going to be the stereotypical cowboy fan. I'm not. I'm sorry. You're not going to see me being the stereotypical cowboy fan. Although, yes, the fan in me so badly wants to say the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl because, again, the team is so good. I'm not going to do that. If I were to look at pure analytics, right? If I'm going to look at the pure analytics, I'm going to say the Eagles, right? As of right now, right? Like we mentioned earlier, what we'll do is halfway through the season, I think I told Draven this. I didn't tell you, Eric, but we're going to do two different evaluations, so we're going to obviously every week we'll come on here and we'll give our predictions through the week and talk about what we saw in you know, the last games or whatever. But the, we're going to revisit this topic and give our final lock-in answer for the playoff picture and Super Bowl picture halfway through the season. All right. I so, like it. You know, so that gives us two chances to you know, kind of change our mind and you know, figure out like, okay, so this is how they did the first half. But uh, Super Bowl, early guess. I'm going to go with, uh, oh gosh, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say it would be the Eagles going up against the Ravens and the if, if that, yeah, the, the, the birds, um, <laughs> and I hate saying that cause I fucking hate the Eagles, man. I genuinely do. But I, I, like I mentioned, guys, I'm not going to be that stereotypical Cowboy fan. I hate doing that shit. But if the Cowboys do make it, though, you best believe I'll be on my high horse. <laughs> but And if that were to happen, you already know. I'm going for the Ravens. I, I don't, I'm sorry. I just don't want to see the Eagles win Super Bowls. Nope, I don't want to see it. So going for the Ravens, if that were to happen. Well, I'll be your uh, knight in shining armor then. Uh, because I'm I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. What a uh, man! I'll let you do it for me. I'll cheer for you. I like that pick. <laughs> yeah, I I think that uh, the Eagles will get the one seed, come out of the bye, and uh, yeah. To I I mean I don't know how it'll play out, but if. If the Eagles and Cowboys get the face for the NFC Championship, that would be phenomenal. That would be a phenomenal game. And here's the thing. I, I, I don't know how I feel about the bye week. Part, I, as a fan, I don't know if I want the Cowboys at the bye week. Because there's been a lot of times where we see the team that gets the bye week, sometimes they come out looking a little rusty because they, you know, yep. they, they had to sit out. You know, they, they, instead of you know, staying on that roll... You know, they, uh, they they took that break. And because they took that break, sometimes they come back not looking as good as they did when they were going back to back to back to back. Um, so, regardless, as long as the Cowboys make the playoffs, I'll be happy. But uh, who do you have? Cowboys, you have the Cowboys representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Who would you see possibly, you know, in the AFC? You know, every ounce of my soul tells me to not go against the Chiefs. So I'm not going to. Damn, the Cowboys and Chiefs. And, yep. then, and then who wins the Super Bowl? Mahomes puts number three on, man. Yeah, see, and here's the thing. Even, even if that were to happen, I would not be upset because it's, it's really <laughs> hard to go against Mahomes. Mahomes is a Texas boy. Don't get me wrong. I, I, here's the thing. I have a lot of admiration for the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. I'm going to say 
to a degree, I'm somewhat of a fan of the Chiefs. I'm never going to cheer for them over my Cowboys, but I, I respect them, and I respect Mahomes. Last year, he earned a lot of my respect, especially seeing what he was able to do, being as banged up as he was, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, just seeing, you know, how consistent he's been. You know, I'm I'm never gonna you know count out Mahomes, so I I can't I can't hate on that prediction. Um, Draven, Draven, what about you? Super Bowl oh, prediction. Man. See, I uh, it, it's tough. It's so early, you can't really predict this. But uh, yeah, like you guys were saying, I think it comes down to the Eagles and Cowboys in the NFC, and I, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I think they're just uh, not necessarily the more complete team, but I think they're. They're set to win the bigger games. Um, so I'm going to take the Eagles for the NFC. And they do have a chip the on their AFC. shoulder. They do. Yeah, right uh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the Eagles take the NFC. And then the AFC, you know, it's so scattered. It's hard to pick. But really, it's not. I mean, they're on, the only way you're stopping the Chiefs is if you shoot that quarterback dead. And that's not happening. Because even if he gets injured, he's still going to play. And he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, give me the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs-Eagles rematch. Uh, Chiefs take it home again, and Mahomes gets his third. That's a bold prediction. Uh, I, I wouldn't say just yet. I love Mahomes. And we have seen <laughs> him do some pretty amazing stuff. I have my reservations still on saying the greatest of all time. I still think that's Tom Brady for right now. But, <laughs> that's but, 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 I will say that <laughs> on the on the trajectory he is going right now, he definitely will be giving Brady a run for his money. I can definitely say that. I think if I take my analytics hat on, I don't even know if you want to say analytics hat because it's not like I'm fucking doing this for ESPN or any crazy shit like that. But, <laughs> right. but, 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 but if you want to, if I were to give you guys my dream Super Bowl as a fan, as a Cowboy fan, I would love to see the Cowboys go up against the Bills in the, in the Super Bowl. I think that would be amazing. That'd Amazing. be really amazing. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, and that's not you even just want to get you just want to ruin the Bills' hopes for the rest of their lives, don't you? Because Gosh. that's all they're gonna do is remember uh Nor what it was Norwood shanking <laughs> wide right, you know, <laughs> to lose the Super Bowl, you guys. Three years in a row they lost to you. Man, but here's the thing. That the, the crazy thing is this is it's that's not a crazy possibility. It's not because think about it. Both teams are still very respected and very good within their conference. They have the ability to do so. But the the Bills lie in a very interesting spot because it's the same spot as the Cowboys, I feel like. You know, I feel like the yeah. Bills, they have the ability to make a deep run. But Josh Allen can't have the same mistakes he was making last year. And the same goes for the Cowboys. The Cowboys can make a very deep run, but Dak Prescott can't be making the same mistakes he was making last year. So I feel like even I feel like the Bills are the Cowboys of their conference in the sense that it all lies on their quarterback. Genuinely, because yep. both quarterbacks, I can look at both quarterbacks and I can say these are pretty damn good quarterbacks. It's just a matter of are they going to show up this year? Are they going to, you know, perform better than they did the year prior? Well, at least one of the quarterbacks is really good. The other one's uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing: you're gonna put some respect on Dak's name because he's not a bad quarterback. 
he's a pretty good, damn good quarterback. But the difference is Josh Allen. He is better than Dak. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and try to lie to you and say that Dak is better than Josh Allen. I know Josh Allen is better, but Dak is not a bad quarterback. He isn't. His stats say otherwise. I know the interceptions is one thing, but if you're able to have all those interceptions and still win, that says something about your your play. You're still able to put up enough points to win the game, you know. But again, that that's just me looking at it from a very critical angle because here's the thing last year if you guys were to go back and look up my post last year i was roasting that man left and right i'm a very critical cowboy fan you know uh i'm not going to be again like i mentioned before, so many times already throughout the podcast you're not going to hear me ever ever you know st- starting the year this is our year no i'm going to shoot it i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot it straight with you and you should see me whenever I see my friends on Facebook. <laughs> I'll get hyped about the Cowboys. Like, we done, boys. This is our year. And then I, then I see some dumb... Uh, every time I see them, I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're the one... You're, you're, you're the same people that the whole NFL roasts us about. <laughs> yep. y'all, th- y'all make them think I'm crazy. <laughs> when in reality, I'm the one that's very logical, I like to think. But yeah, I will stand. On, I will stand on that though. Dak is not. He is a pretty good. He is a pretty damn good quarterback. He's just not. He's just not elite. He, last year he didn't play elite. He just played decent. I'm gonna say decent. Yep. Now that, that, that's as far as I'm gonna go. Because again, he put up points. He just threw too many interceptions. I can't even say anything else. But if we're looking at his whole body of work, pretty good. Um, yeah, if he and if he steps it up, I think he, uh, I think he leads leads the Cowboys to a deep playoff run. So yeah, yeah, it, him and him, him and him and Josh Allen. Uh, I think. Well, we shall see. It all starts tonight. It starts tonight. It starts tonight. Um, I will make it very known though. The teams I'm going to be rooting for this season are the same teams I was rooting for last season. So um, I'm going to be rooting for both from the NFC, obviously Cowboys, and I'm going to be rooting for the Bills. Uh, I am also a fan of the Chiefs, but I am a bigger fan of the Bills and what Josh Allen's doing over there. So um, I don't know. Do you guys want to share with us who you're going to be rooting for throughout the season? <laughs> if you had to choose nobody one. but the Colts. No. Come on, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta choose at least one NFC team that you're going to be rooting for. And if it's not the Cowboys because of Emily. It is the Cowboys. You. There you go. What a man. No, it is. <laughs> what a man. I'm excited to see what the Saints do, though. So I've I, always been uh, kind of a Saints fan, you know, when Drew Brees went there. So there he's an old Boilermaker. So, you know, kind of followed him. Come on. Uh, yeah. Come on, Junior. <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do two from each side. Uh, NFC. Um, I'd like to see the Bears do good. There um, we go. I'd also see like to see the Lions do good though. So I mean, yeah, it, it's toss up between the two to win out the division and um, see them do good. So yeah, I'm excited to see how both those teams play. And then AFC, obviously, Chiefs and Colts. Uh, obviously, the Colts. Uh, I don't think they're making the playoffs, but I really mostly with the Colts want to see what a uh, Anthony Richardson can do. So yeah, there we yeah. go. 
There you go. I like it. I like it, boys. But nevertheless, uh, right. very successful episode. Uh, you know, we got to talk all things NFL. <laughs> and we got pretty in-depth with some stuff. Obviously, for the most part, I think we all kind of agreed on a lot of different things. But definitely some things, you know, we kind of uh, were all kind of uh, taken by, especially whenever I threw Dak in the top five. But uh, nevertheless. <laughs> uh, insane. <laughs> insane. But, I mean, I think my argument was pretty solid. Um Nevertheless, go guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast, Draven. Thank you so much for jumping in with us, and I'm I'm gonna ask you right now, so that way our listeners can all hold you accountable, sir. Would you like to be a member of the part of the podcast at least through at least throughout football season, which would mean Absolutely. we would we would discuss all things NFL at least one time a week. You down for that? Absolutely. This was a uh, this is eventful to say the least. Um... Yeah, I'd love to come back. There we go. Well, we'll, we'll try. <laughs> love to come back. Uh, no uh, pun intended. <laughs> I, I, I need my Santiago Challenge episode, though. So, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, we, I'm going to have to come back anyway. Yes. Uh, we, we, we do got to uh, be sure to listen to that, by the way. That was a very, I, I don't know if Eric got a chance to listen to it yet, but, you know, in the, in, whenever I did the Santiago Challenge, which is something, again, I created. Um, I opened up a lot, man, about stuff I didn't think I was ever going to open up about. But I felt like now that I got it out there, honestly, I felt a lot more at peace with myself. You know, there you go. So definitely really cool. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about, which we, well, we're not going to have a chance to, but just letting you guys know, the Santiago <laughs> album review will be coming. I promise you guys it will be coming. Me and Eric will find a day where we could just sit down and we'll just talk about that. That'll be a shorter episode. Because I think we can get it all hammered away within the time of one Zoom call. Um, yeah. But nevertheless, uh, successful episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed that episode, this episode, be sure to hit that follow button, subscribe button, uh, whatever may be showing up on Apple Music, uh, Amazon, or uh, Spotify. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Y'all have a great night. Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs>